Hello there and welcome to Media Memoirs. This is episode 10. Would you would you believe we've done 10 of these now in two years? Ooh. <laughs> sorry, was that too soon? Too soon. Uh, you spoiled the, uh, Halloween. Oh, sorry. the surprise. How could uh, you do this? Fuck. Oh, well, ben, Ben's told you now. But we're going to get a bit it's spooky it. this episode. Because Ooh. to be honest, isn't that standard? It's spooky being part of the podcast for 10 episodes. It is terrifying being part of this. <laughs> every day you wake up in fear <laughs> at the next recording. Nightmares every night. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yes, <laughs> joining me are JMO, Nazara Nation, and Invader Sam. And of course, I'm your host, Mr. Monday. Hello, Mr. Monday. Hello, you change your name. The graveyard. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Wait, that's the wrong podcast. That's, that's, that's not this one. We all do a five, actually, Mody. Costa, you do it on the side, mate. Yeah. <laughs> um Well, <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, what was that? <sighs> that is truly horrifying. Well, that's true it. horror. That's yeah. it. Sorry, listeners, I hope you enjoyed horror through your ears. Uh, yeah. See, this isn't it's a bad thing. Yeah. This, is just, this is just us making you terrified of us for three yeah. years. Yeah, that's it. There's... Oh, God, we're back, aren't we? Yeah, we it's are been a while, isn't it? We've got to get it all out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. out of our system. Yeah. You'd have thought after 10 podcasts we'd have got everything out of our system, but no, it still feels fresh, which is I've good for you guys. I've got up, Jamie. I'm telling oh, you now. There's <laughs> a lot of build-up. <laughs> Happy Halloween, Ben. <laughs> oh, can't wait to give it to you, Jamie. Oh, you are, you're in for a treat. Am, <laughs> you are in for a treat. <laughs> Oh, Jesus Christ for arms. What was going on? <laughs> well, it's, turned into, it's turned into a twilight zone very quickly. <laughs> what a start. Yeah, what a, what a start. There's an intro and another one of our world-class intros. We are so professional. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I love about what I just said? is that Jamo and Ben just both accepted it as like a normal phrase that someone says. <laughs> it's already in the consciousness of the public. I mean, soon we'll soon we'll all be just soon. It will just be Jesus Christ for arms all all over the place. Just everyone will be saying it. Everyone. <laughs> it, yeah. Well, there you go. Because we're used to your modern lost Sam. words. Yeah, Sam's gone. <laughs> You don't even know. You don't even know. Let me there's send no you time. this picture. Let me. There's no time for the story. Oh, God. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I woke up from a nap to this picture, and I was already having really vivid, like, nightmarish dreams. <laughs> and my brain couldn't, I couldn't even process this. What? <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Would you like I made to fun of him. Me? For yeah. his arms, <laughs> a movie about oh an important God. lesson featuring Delta. three new EDM songs they, from Delta. They, they threw beans, they threw on, beans him. on him. Beans on him, I tell you. Oh my God! <laughs> Do we need to um, tell the listeners what we're describing? 
So basically, there's a VHS cover made by a very funny person, clearly, and it's uh, Christ VHS two ninety nine Christ for arms, and this poor kid has uh, <laughs> has two crucifixes for arms. Uh, and they're in the background. They're all making fun of him. They're all making fun of him. He's got Christ for arms. Look at him. He's not normal. <laughs> they threw beans on him. They threw beans on him. Why did they throw beans? <laughs> What's the significance of beans? That's so random. Beans. Uh, yeah. Why? Why? Why not peas? Or I don't know. I think why not corn? peas, Jamie? Yeah, why not exactly. peas? You know, I mean, these are only questions beans? that Christ can answer. <laughs> Deary me. Wow. Anyway, oh, how that are we is... doing then? Other than that, we're doing grand. I mean, I think yeah. I think it's just. I really feel like we've already knocked this one out of the park. Like yeah. this is already top ten class. out of ten media memoirs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> episode ten. You know, yeah. it's it's, 10. it's on brand. We're really it's going good. all out. It's really good. So is that our fifteen minutes up now? Podcast oh, finished. Can we finish yeah. now, please? Christ, I'm already exhausted. <laughs> Christ for arms. <laughs> oh no! Why, I'll be throwing beans all over you. Oh, the context now <laughs> has me, and I've and I've, yeah. I've accepted it. Oh, that's great. And how many tubs of beans have you got, just in case? I'm going to be throwing. Oh I'm going to be throwing all sorts of beans on you. <laughs> Oh, brilliant. I've got a couple of tubs here as well, so, you know, who is <laughs> How many fucking beans do you, guys, do you have? Just throwing whole cans of baked beans. Like, <laughs> just like full cans, unopened cans. Yeah. We have tubs over here. Fashion is hidden. That's what it is, yeah. Oh. We don't have cans. Here's Jamo with just this, like, fucking two-litre two, two tub of beans. In the tub of beans. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the only way to live. Oh... I'll be taking a bath in them if I don't yeah. use them. Yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't use them. <laughs> oh. Oh, okay. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, this is maybe spooky, guys. Ooh. In the scare that was, zone. That was scary. The thought of having <laughs> beans thrown on you I'm, and crucifixes for arms. Jeez. God, that's a geez, fun of him, yeah, well. that's, some, that's some real yeah. body horror right there. Yeah, that so my question weird. was, why are they gold? And Will said, would you rather them be made of flesh? <laughs> <laughs> and I, mean, I lost yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> Do you reckon he uses like the two shorter bits as like his fingers? Like independent movement of each yeah. other. Oh, Jesus. oh god. <laughs> Jesus Christ for arms. <laughs> Jesus Christ for arms. Come on, save me, please. I'm getting them for arms if I keep on being yeah. What is it? Any blasphemy, you get them put on you. Oh god. This is a fucking cracker, mate. At the start of the before the podcast was recording, Will was playing the soundtrack to Halloween three. Or the song in it. Yeah. And now we've gone to Christ for Arms. Christ Christ for Arms. (laughs) What happened to the children though, do you reckon, that made fun of him? Because it's saying like, oh, they made fun of him, but then you know he fucking got them. You know, he, he fucking, he fucking got him. You know, he's got solid gold Christ for arms, so I'm pretty yeah. sure he could do some damage. Jesus Christ for arms! <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. 
one tub of baked beans thrown over so Ben from Blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> Christ, it's VHS. This is going to go viral on Truth Social, guys. This is going to go viral. <laughs> no, let's not go there. Yeah. We've already been there post podcast. Yeah. That's that's what they're we're not, we're we're not making fun of the religion that is Christianity. It's just you gotta admit, it's funny. It's just yeah. it's yeah. just daft, isn't it? It is. It is. That's the word for it. It's ridiculous. <sighs> anyway. Okay, so yes, welcome to Media Memoirs 10. We're talking spooky bits that Ooh. we've been watching. And uh yeah, we hope hey, you guys. enjoy it. Guys. I've also just realised it's so fucking on brand. What month of the year is October? It's only number bloody 10. It's only number 10? Oh, would you oh, fucking oh believe it? God. I don't what even believe it. Oh, I don't. No, no. <laughs> well so on brand. Yeah, good planning there. That comes down to planning. It really and is. It really is. From, from the very top, great management. Amazing Great work. management. Yeah. Great management. Great <laughs> management, yeah. <laughs> Not coincidental at all. Hey, so uh, JMO, you're going first. Would you believe? I can't even believe it. I'm pinching myself. I had no idea that was coming. Yeah, I know. Well, just a note to the listeners: I'm going first because I always end up having the problems with my um, podcast feed as it gets longer. Yeah, that'll be why. Yeah, a bit too much information there, JMO, but. It just starts coming in spits and spurts towards the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't. It starts don't. getting wrong, don't you think? Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> this is scaring the listeners, right? Yeah. It's scaring the listeners. Yeah, that just scared everyone now. I'm terrified. Happy Halloween, people. Yeah, there you go. So I suppose um, I've, got, I've actually got a couple of horror games and I've got a film to talk about. Um, yes, I just Jamie. want to touch on... I know, check me. So, I suppose um, the first thing I want to talk about, um, I've been playing a couple of games that are very similar. In fact, I completed one of them. They're both online games. One's Aliens Fireteam and one is um, one is Back Wait, for Blood. Got to get it, got to get it right, Jamo, isn't it? Yeah. It's Aliens Fireteam, what is it? Oh, Ultra. Fire Team Elite. No, elite. it's Fire Team Elite. Like, why do they have to put the Elite on the end? It's, I don't it's, know. Just call it Aliens Fire Team. Fire Team Elite. Fire Team Elite. I know. I don't know. And to be honest, I mean, obviously, as a game, it's very much, you know, it's a really good action game. But in terms of Aliens games, it's probably one of the best Aliens franchise games. Um, what I've heard is that it yeah. is... Um, if Alien Isolation is the best Alien game, yeah, Alien Fireteam Elite is the best Aliens game. Yeah, and that's exactly it. It is exactly that. I think we had a conversation over a year ago saying about what would be the best premise for Aliens, and we said like a, a cover mode. shooter, yeah. like a horde mode. And it is basically that. You have four campaigns, and each campaign has a set of three missions, and they've got a story in them, um, and you go through them. Obviously, it's designed as an online four-player co-op shooter, but you can go through it with the AI computer bots yeah. that you have. But it's probably only recommended to play on normal or casual with the bots because they're, they're AI. Yeah, they're not very good. <laughs> However, some of the levels, I mean, 
I I played a few of the levels with co-op, just randoms, because it is cross-network as well, cross-network yeah. play. So I did play a couple of missions with randoms online, but most of it, in order to unlock, there's a separate horde mode as well, and in order to unlock that, you have to do all the campaign missions and all the story stuff to unlock all those extras. Um, so obviously I went through the whole campaign, most of it with the casuals, the casual bots, but then... I did go through it with players online as well, and it's it's a fantastic Aliens game. I, as a fan of the franchise, I'm really pleased that this game's come out. Yeah, it's not a AAA game by any means. You know, it could do with some cutscenes in there. Um, yeah, it could. There's also a hub area which is pretty much a a ship that you're on and it's a bit like the Nostromo from um, Aliens whereby, you know, you've got a massive ship and you're, you're almost in the hangar and you've got your drop ship in there and there's loads of spe- people to speak to. Um, but you go to speak to them and you get these little sort of text. It's more text, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But they, them, their, vo- their mouths don't move, but the voices come out, which yeah. is a little bit jarring. Um, but that's down to the budget of the game. I think they put a lot into the actual gameplay itself, and you can tell because, in terms of firing of the weapons, the pulse rifles, all the guns that you associate with aliens, they're all in there. Yeah, and to be um, fair, that's probably you know, they prioritize the right things. Yeah, yeah. You know, they you, did. Don't, you don't go into it. You know, it's a nice bonus if you get a nice story and. Um, proper voice acting, proper motion capture and stuff. Yeah. But they, for, I haven't played it, but I've seen a lot of streamers play it and YouTubers play it, and it looks yeah. great. It looks like a lot of fun. It is. It looks is. like one of those games that needs more. Oh, once, yeah. Once you finish, it yeah, needs more it content, and it needs, because it, it probably does get a bit repetitive towards the end. Very much so. Well, I had missions and story stuff because obviously the last four missions, it's no spoilers because people can see them on the internet anyway with the streamers. The last three (laughs) missions or the last campaign is all set on a ship in the Aliens Hive and it looks very much like the bit in Aliens and it's probably the best way I've seen them done like an Aliens Hive within an Aliens game. It's the best one I've seen because it is very nasty and horrible but these aliens are like you get hordes and hordes of aliens it's like a zombie game you get hordes of them and there's not just one type of alien there's spitters there's like these massive warrior aliens that suddenly scream in the distance and then come running to you you hear the echo of the scream as they they almost bark Mm. and then you've got these massive like predatorian aliens which are like the real big king of the hive type aliens coming at you. And they, they are bullet sponges if ever there was one, but obviously, you know, you've got so many weapons at your disposal and you've got unlocks and the way the weapons work and the unlocks, it's very similar to like, um, maybe a, a game like the division whereby you get upgrades and you get loads of, um, you get attachment upgrades, you get power upgrades, you also have like every you've got a choice of four different classes and they've all got different extra mods and attachments to aid you in battle um and yeah it's it's done really really well it uses a card system 
as well for to help you in the game to aid you. So when you do missions and if you do them well, you sometimes unlock these cards that you can mm-hmm. attach to your to your gameplay at the start of the next mission. Chain, doesn't it like um it it'll, it'll do like something like fifty percent more damage, but you take more damage, sort of yeah. those sort of yeah. things. Yeah, little mods. So like mods to the actual level. Yeah. yeah, so you can alter the levels. Um, again, it's very there's a lot. It's very cohesive in like the add-ons and the extras. And straight from the off, it does feel like it's designed as a maybe a free-to-play game. It looks like it should be. Sorry, what are we talking about? I'm, I'm a- really a- upset that I'm... Alien Sky Team Elite. Oh, elite. Yeah. Elite, yes. So I wanted to get this out of the way first. So for any of the listeners, Will's just gone away and come back. So hence, that's why he's a bit late to That's it. why. That's why I've asked yeah. that. Oh, I'm upset that yeah. I missed that. Because I, I, yeah. I was really excited about this game, actually. And I'm sad that it doesn't seem to have found its audience very much. I think, again, it is... I think it's been gobbled up in the... The time that it's yes. come out, it's come yeah. out in a release, a busy release period. It's also the fact of it needs to be free to play, and also they've they've done they have done some um, updates to it, and mm. you do get like new skins have come on board, and you know new clothing items. You know, there's so many clothing items you could get to sort of change your um, avatar around as you're fighting and stuff. Yeah. Um, like I say, though, because of how it's designed and you can go through these levels and you, you get extra difficulty options which unlock when you complete the game as well, um, it's it does need to go free-to-play in order for it to become has it, what it should be. Has it gone on Game Pass yet? No. I feel like that I, would help it as well. Yeah, I yeah. think that well, would help. I would play it if it did. Yeah, I would as well. Yeah. I, I wouldn't I think, pay whatever it's worth right now. It's just not well, enough. I paid £25 for it, so I was quite happy. It's kind of like Star Wars Squadrons as well yeah. from the other year. It has the same thing, because that's got really healthy multiplayer um, numbers now. Yeah. But that went on to Game Pass through the EA Play yeah. side of it. Um, it would help it, I think. And I think the, the, the main criticism I've seen, where I think a lot of people really like it, but it's just not, because it because it's competing with a lot of other games that are very similar to yeah, this yeah and um i think the biggest criticism i've seen from people that have played it is that there isn't there needs to be big boss fights and there needs to be big like set pieces that yeah, yeah. keep people coming back and pe- yeah, keep people yeah. wanting to replay boss fights and certain mm-hmm. missions and it's yeah. all just very much mm-hmm. i played it once i there's not enough to bring me back yeah. well that's the thing you get at the end of the missions and campaigns especially and you've seen on if anyone wants to see how good this game could be the very very last mission of the game you can fight you can see it on youtube because so yeah, many I have, yeah i've seen what happens yeah. it is the most um i would say it's the most proper aliens recreation of mm. an aliens um, scene in any game. It is absolutely phenomenal. Without giving too much away, though, yeah. do you feel like they still missed an opportunity with that? Because yeah. it's basically it's, you're just running away. Yeah, you should have had a moment where yeah. you can actually... That should have you know, been a boss fight. Yeah, and yeah. it looks, as a boss, it's, it's incredible the detail <laughs> they've put into it. It's a phenomenal... Most of the end of the levels concern you in setting up 
your guns and your turrets to take on a horde of aliens that are coming at you before you can get drop shift off wherever you are. That's how most of the missions end. Yeah. And, you know, the thing is, there's no cutscenes after that as well. So once that's all done, you get a voice over the top going, right, we're coming in to collect you, be ready, run to the door. And that's it. And you're just like, oh, it was, you know, you had, it was cool, yeah. but it could have been amazing. So much better. Yeah. But like I say, as an Aliens game, it's phenomenal. It's one of the best Aliens franchise games. It's not up there with Aliens Isolation, but it's probably the best Aliens franchise game I've played since maybe the Alien Trilogy game on the PS2, PS1 back in the day. I think in terms of being staying true to what the franchise of the... Yeah. Because it's mainly set around the aliens thing. Although it's got, there's a lot of stuff that references Prometheus and Aliens Covenant in there as well. Yes, I'm. I mean, I'm surprised that I mean, you could have had boss fights with yeah. um, the architect architects. Yeah, yeah, the yeah from Prometheus. Architect, yeah. You know, they're, they're, oh, yeah. it's not just aliens that you you could no. have as because I know that they are maybe a little bit. Um, they don't have as much creative freedom as maybe they would want with this license mm. no and but there is stuff that they could do for more boss fights more yeah. interesting enemies you know there is there is stuff in the law that they could use yeah. it does look like they're trying to stay close to the law yeah um oh there is it's yeah. the most i was amazed by how much of the stuff in there from prometheus is in there and i mm. think it's they've because it's set sort of in a time frame between alien covenant and aliens that's right so hence yeah. It's set in between the time frames, so like say you go to some areas and there's there's key props from Prometheus in the areas, you know, and the way that some of the ship stuff is done. Um, like say, it's a phenomenal game uh, for an Aliens franchise, but obviously outside of Aliens, it needs a little bit of work. And yeah. this is just to come on to that as well. We're talking about the uptake and players playing it online take for something a, a very similar game back for blood which came out the other week there mm -hmm. were so many people playing it and it is a very similar game to aliens fire team elite and it's on game pass and uh -huh. it's on game pass mm -hmm. um the way the hordes of zombies work they work exactly the same as the way the hordes of aliens work um they come at you from all sides they come through the walls they come you know they come from your behinds everywhere so you've got to keep your eyes on you all the time even and as well even on aliens fire team one of the coolest things is if you stand still you know after you've you've completely destroyed a room full of like hundreds of aliens you stand still and all of a sudden there'd be aliens coming out of different holes within the walls so you've got to keep moving so they coming have that the goddamn walls yeah they, <laughs> it is <laughs> it is so like it is yeah. so like that. Um, so yeah, it's very authentic. Um, but yeah, Back for Blood. I won't talk too much about Back for Blood because most of what I said about Aliens Fire Team, I can say about yeah, <laughs> exactly the same. And I've had fun with Back for Blood, but so, you know, it is. Did you play a lot of Left for Dead? I I never had many players to play it with, so I ended up playing it on my own with the bots that they give you. Because obviously it's made by the same people, uh, well, yeah. or not the same people, but the same, same, same developer, developers, yeah. but a different yeah. studio. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. How, it would is. You, how would you compare it? Because I've seen, I've seen a lot of die-hard Left 4 Dead fans say, oh, it's not as good, 
but like I think like your average gamer like me or maybe even you wouldn't yeah. even care. It's 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 still a lot of fun. It's it's still a lot of fun. It's the same game essentially. There's one the multiplayer mode. There's a like a versus multiplayer yeah. mode, which is different to the Left 4 Dead 2 multiplayer mode, which everyone loved. But I can't see. To be honest, the card system, that's, you know, a little bit more complex than the Aliens Fireteam one, but it's yeah, still that's, a card isn't system. That like, I've said something about it, isn't it like you draw, like you actually make a deck, don't you? Mm. Mm-hmm. And you like draw five cards at the start of a mission and you choose yep. which one. So it could be like a highlight all loot card yeah. for the yeah. mission yeah. or... Um, you can't aim down sight, but you can. You do more damage or something like that. Yeah. And then, and yeah. then you get like, I can't remember where. Is it, is it like at certain points during the mission you then draw more cards from the deck? Yeah. So you get points where the cards come up. Most of the times it's come up for me is when I've died and respawned back yeah. into the mission. Um, and I've been playing. I think that's the... quite cool, actually. It's, 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 it's something a little bit different, and it adds another. It adds layer, another yeah. layer to it. And this is the thing. I suppose that if it's going to be a constant and game online service game, I think it needs to have those type of things, which the card system is is something that keeps you coming back because it can change every time. There'll be a meta as well that'll, that'll yeah. come out of that. And then the best decks and the best sort of yes. um, yeah. play styles for each gun and class. and all. Yeah, exactly. It's a you can imagine how many you know. This is only something that's going to grow as well, and yeah. especially in popularity. It's it's a type because the other thing with the aliens, the differences as well. There's not much hype for anything in the aliens franchise at the moment. Whereas because Walking Dead is now coming to its final bit of the main seasons, there is zombies is a massive you know. Zombies there's a massive, will always be popular, won't they? Yeah. You know? But yeah. I think it's it's catching on to things at the right time, and it's all about timing, especially with because <laughs> there's loads of zombie games around, you know. But back certainly from, loads uh, of horde modes as well. Yes, there's loads of them, and there's but it's just it's captured the imagination of a lot of gamers because it's something that is is still a different approach to the zombies genre. Mm. And I think it's no. scratching that itch for people that wanted Left 4 Dead 3. Yeah. So yeah. me and Sam have played a bit of Back for Blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, as someone who played a lot of Left 4 Dead yeah. back in the day, it does feel, you know, it isn't just Left, it is Left 4 Dead 3. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. Uh, I think the enemy types, I think people might say they prefer Left 4 Dead because the enemy types, like the unique enemy types in uh, Back for Blood, don't seem as good but they quite obviously seem like they're they're trying so hard to not name them the same but they are basically yeah. the same like yeah, boomers and blo- yeah. or explode yeah. isn't like a boomer from left for dead but they call them sploders yeah yeah in, yeah. in, in back for blood and it's like oh you know you see what you see what you're doing <laughs> yeah i had never played any of them and i usually don't prefer like just shooter games with nothing really yeah no really story to go on but i really enjoy it I think it's I think fun. It... Just the people you get matched up with kind of suck sometimes. Yeah, the problem the problem is, so Aliens Fireteam Elite doesn't have any voice chat. But on the flip side, uh, Back for Blood has automatic voice chat with whoever you're playing. Uh-oh. <laughs> and you can just hear them ripping the shit out of you all the time. Like, we, it was, our first, it was our first time getting in. So you load up, obviously, the first mission. And there is quite a long cutscene 
to to yes. begin the game. Yeah. And you just hear these two fucking, <clears throat> you know, dude bros like, oh, they're in the cutscene. I fucking wish I could skip the cutscene. Like, yeah. of course we're in the cutscene. It's the first time playing it. Piss off. People, when you yeah. play with randoms in Left 4 Dead, though, it used to be like that. Not in terms of yeah. voice chat, but like people still being very solo minded. You'd, you'd, you'd be like looking around, like, where's that teammate gone? And he's like 50 miles ahead, you know, because he's trying to speed run it. You know, there's always been that sort of, yeah. you know, that sort of player base with, with games like this where they just like, and then they just dropped ahead. out. They yeah. just like they dropped just out left. of it. And then we were playing with bots. And I'm like, yeah. okay, yeah. well. That's the other thing as well. When someone drops out, you are left with bots. And this happens in Aliens as well. When you're left with bots if someone drops out, which means that all of a sudden you could be going well through the the level. Someone drops out that's fairly decent. You're up against it again. And Mm. the thing is with Back for Blood, people can't join your game if you've already had players in. So then you have to pretty much... Kill you, kill yourself in the game, and then go back to the menus and reboot in. But I'm sure they'll fix it. I'm sure yeah. they'll make changes. The crossplay. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh we, my we gosh, we Xbox should play. Players. I was yeah. just about to say, yeah, we should. No, we, should we should. We should play. We should play. We should play. Yeah, we should have a game night. Yeah. We should have a game night. Yeah. We should do. I, I'm. Yeah. I'm happy for that. I've sort of. I've started. Pass, so. Yeah. yeah. Why not? Peace in. Yeah, yeah. We should do. We definitely should do. We, I have yeah. a question, because I've never played the other Left 4 Dead games. Is the reload speed really that fast in all of them? It's amazed me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think so. I yeah, think it is. I, think it is, I yeah. was like, holy crap, actually, I wish I think, other games were like this. I think actually Left 4 Dead was even faster, wasn't it? Yeah, the first one, I like, think. Even just like the zombies were faster. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the zombies do feel a bit slower in this. Yeah. A, bit, a bit less yeah, dangerous. Oh, I, I had a level. I love the chaos of it, though. Oh, it is mental. Like the other day, I was in a, um, I was in this level where you have to get into a mine. So you go past it, you go into a church, you you protect yourself in the church, and then you have to go to this mine. You walk up this this sort of um, narrow um, mine shaft area to get into it, and then you've got zombies coming out of the mine, which you think you can handle, and then all of a sudden they start coming up the shaft behind you and there's no way you can't go left or right. You can only go forward or back. And then you've got absolutely hordes of you, them coming at you. It's oh, amazing. Can't, it's I hate so it when good. they come up the shaft. <laughs> this is a, that's another one for innuendo bingo. Yep. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed because there's that mission that they showcased a lot in the trailers with this huge, like, mm. massive zombie and you're at the entrance to it, like a like a tunnel, I guess. Mm. It's one of the early missions. And in the in the in these trailers that they were showing off, it looks really scripted and oh, really like really well. That, and then you're in it, and it's just yeah. this bullet sponge giant thing that just yeah. ball, balls around, killing you and stomping <laughs> on you. It's just, it was less exciting than I. They'll thought always it would be. do that. Though. Yeah. 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 That's a that's a good way to show off the size of the really really big monsters, yeah. though. You know, yeah. That, yeah, you know. So changing the subject because obviously I'm I'm pretty sure that Back for Blood's discussed on so many things at the moment. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, so very popular, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I wanted to just mention a couple of little horror things, and then I'll be done. So there's so on my my lovely little Evercade handheld, there is. A really great little horror game that 
is on one of the game packs. So I think it must have been May or June time. There was a cartridge came out which was Indie Heroes. And it's all basically games that have been made by people that are just in their bedrooms. So not massive indie games. Mm. Um, all just like, um, you know, maybe one person's made it over lockdown in their bedroom. Um, there's loads of, there's about 17 games on the cartridge. There's there's one game on this cartridge that has really drawn to my attention. It's called Deadius, and it's basically a new old Game Boy game. It's a horror game, and it's all done from like a... Um, it's done from a Legend of Zelda type view. Remember the Legend of Zelda game that was on the Game Boy of Link to uh, the Past? Link, Link to the Past. Yeah. So imagine it that in a horror game. Yeah. And you're expecting, oh, that sounds a bit rubbish, to be honest. So basically, you're this little boy who's um, having these... The first level starts where the little boy's at, asleep at night and he has these nightmares of these demons and you, the little boys in, in this little village and people are going missing and missing in the village. So you've got to basically go around to places and find out what's been going on. So a little bit like a, a, it starts off like a mystery game, but then as the game progresses, cause you have to go to sleep at, at the end of every day as well. So at the end of every day, when you go to sleep, the nightmares get worse. And there's 11 different endings to it, which means wow. and you have to go around, speak to people within the town. You've got little tasks to do for them. You know, like your girlfriend lived next door and she's not feeling good, for instance. This is one of the <laughs> early ones. So her dad gives you hints that she would like some flowers. So you have to walk around the town and find these flowers and pick them for her and to make her happier. So you do all that. Um, but then obviously from that, you get other waves of storylines from that because you have to go into, like, the police station has got a serial killer locked up in it, for instance, and you have to speak to him, and he's not exactly a very nice um, person. He's a serial killer. Yeah, exactly. And you think, because of the way the game looks, is very deceiving. It looks like your typical old-school, like, Game Boy Zelda game. But the actual conversations you start to have as the game goes on and the the way that the um, story develops, you realise that you are playing a game which is designed mm. to be, you know, it's not a kid's game in any way. Yeah. And it it's because you're having these conversations in the game, the game starts to turn and does get very scary, which is, it, for me, I think that's quite a cool thing to do a top-down game like this. And then all of a sudden for it to turn scary and you actually, you're actually starting to get terrified as you play the game as well. And you're thinking, but it's just a pixelated top-down adventure game. Um, but obviously because the conversations you have in it, they do sort of open up other areas of the story. It's really good, really well done. Um, I say if anyone wants to check it out, it's on for the Evergade. Um, and it's on the Indie Heroes collection, which came out in May, June time. Um, it's a game called Deadius, and yeah, it's it's brilliant. It's really, really good. It's a good little horror game. Um, it's well worth it. I don't know whether it's on Steam yet. You may be able to. It actually released as a Game Boy cartridge a couple of years ago, and they did all the box art for it as well. So You can buy it on itch.io. 
Oh, can which you? Is a, How which much is a is PC, it? which is a PC thing. It is. Uh, where's the price on this website? Name your own price, or you can just download it for free. Oh, there you go. Well, there you go. It's <laughs> worth. It's worth downloading just for free, and then just don't be fooled by the graphics because the game does. The more you play it, the better it gets, and the story. So yeah, just nice. one. Yeah, nice. Something nice. a little bit different. Um, has anyone seen A Quiet Place? Love it. Brilliant. Like one of my favourite films. Yeah, the first it one's good. good. The first one's really good. It's a surprise. It does things differently, even though it's obviously it's not your usual apocalyptic film. So last night we watched um, A Quiet Place 2, which we've been waiting to see for a long time. Yeah, I still haven't seen it yet. I do really want to see it, though. It's... Okay, so I'll, I'll try not to give anything away by the film. Um, <laughs> I'll t- try and keep it as, as safe without spoiling anything. Yeah. So uh, what I will say is you've seen the trailers. Yes. Ben? Yeah, yeah. So you like I can remember. Right. Can so remember. it pretty much picks up from the end of the first film, but they do go back to how the how the invasion began i suppose is that would you say mm. it was an invasion or uh... well we don't know do we well we might know now from the second film but <laughs> well, it's sort of anyway how it, it all started how yeah. it all started and then it so it starts at day one and then it skips back to oh no i do day... remember now in the trailer yes yes yeah so you've yes. seen that okay so it sort of skips back to the farmhouse and the end of the first film so then all of a sudden it, it carries on going from there. And what it kind of does is it, remember what the Planet of the Apes, the new Apes movies did? Mm. They started to actually turn it into a franchise and the second one was very faithful to the first mm. in terms of um, keeping that story from the first one going, but also starting to expand the universe they're trying to build. Yeah, um, It does feel at times so obviously... I can't because I don't want to spoil the first film for anyone, <laughs> so I can't say what state they're in. Well, at the we, start. I think we all know at least, Jamo. Yeah. So, we, we know what so but the way it all pans out, it's it opens the world up, and it's a very good apocalyptic world. I think it does remind me of a serious version of Love and Monsters. Yeah, yeah. So the way that, and certainly the way that. A story develops with one of the characters in terms of how her story goes it becomes even more like um love and monsters um it's you know and it's very like um it goes a bit like the walking dead as well so we do find other groups of people within the world um again just keeping it simple but the way that the characters and their stories it's not how would I say it's done in a way that still keeps the tension there of the original film, but there's a lot more voices on display this time. So it starts to become more like your standard apocalypse film. And a lot of the horror from the first film has sort of been watered down a little bit. That can happen, can't it? With yeah. When you, you start off with a film that is a very closed like small film about this family 
Yeah. And you're worried about this family. And then, and then when you start to expand and show the rest of the world, it can do that. You know, yeah. I've, all, I've always much preferred like when films and TV shows center around a small group. Yeah. It's sort of a more yeah. self-contained story. And then obviously when it, because when it starts to get a bit bigger, it can go well, but one of the, 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 this this reminds me a lot of the difference between 28 days later and 28 yeah. weeks later yeah you know? yeah and it's so it's, different in conscious a small story yeah. a little contained story about this group in the first one and it was amazing mm. and then they they made it bigger in the second yeah and it yeah. i think didn't... i think a lot of the time it's that pressure to kind of do world building and kind of yes. explain more about yeah. what's yeah. happened and, yeah. and you know things like that and to do that a lot of the time you have to kind of open it up you do. to see yeah. how it kind of affects not just the singular but the collective i mean there still are a lot of good moments of tension but it's not the tension from the first film you know it's a different type of tension to situations in this one there's a couple of really good situations where the tension is ramped up because of say things happen but um i think this film i mean we sat and watched it as a family because we watched the first one as a family. I think as a horror movie, it's actually one of the sort of more grown-up horror movies that you can watch in a family environment as long as you've got kids that are over the age of 12. I would say it's <laughs> able to. I would say it's... For sure. Yeah, I think, you know, there's a level. But obviously, my lad, he, he really liked the second one. He preferred the second one to the first one, which says everything about the film and how it's slightly changed. And as sequels go, it is a I think it's a superb sequel. I really do. Um, but it's it's different to the first film, I would say in terms I, of go on. I didn't I thought the first one was better personally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's because I like movies that are just like closed case like they just open yeah. shut and that's it like i feel yeah. like the yeah. first yeah. one ended well you don't and, I, don't, um, I don't think you always need to make a franchise you know no. No. I think again i think that's kind of a problem with modern cinema in general yeah. is that the franchises built like you know, bring the audience when you look at even cinema now like things like uh <sighs> things like uh god you know james bond yeah. does like gangbusters and then the last duel which is a standalone film that, that, that no one's ever heard of kind of fails is because you know especially in times like now when people are having to pick and choose if they want to go to the cinema if, if they feel it's worth the risk you're going to be more likely to go and see something that you're connected with on an emotional level before than mm. you are to go and see a whole new universe a whole new world right yeah yeah and especially in these times as well companies I suppose the the safe bet is to do a sequel to a popular film for mm. any film company, whereas rather than releasing a new film or a, a new fresh idea, as it were. Um, yeah. But I don't think, it, you know, obviously the way this film's panned out, it is clearly now they're looking at a franchise for this film series. Um, yeah, certainly a trilogy. I'm, I'm yeah. assuming it's ended yeah. in a way that yeah, they could probably do another one. I just hope they give more answers in the next one because while you yeah. do see how things start, you still don't really get any answers. It's just like you get like a little tidbit of the events before everything went to crap. Like you don't get to really know why. 
No, no, you don't know why. You just, you know, they do it in a way that's, um, it's kind of, yes, I've, there's a film that did things in a similar way when they um, announced, when stuff happened in it. I think it was that um, film with Gerard Butler at the start of the year that I watched that I spoke about. And they did, like, how uh, the disaster stuff in a very similar way. You don't fully get answers, but you go with it because of how the film's concept is. Um, but also the characters as well. I think the characters are strong enough that you're willing to follow them on this adventure or journey that they're going on. I think that's really important. I mean, A Quiet Place is is designed around the characters being as well written as they are, um, especially the... Um, the daughter she's phenomenal yeah. in this as well yeah. you know she's her her story and the path she's goes on is brilliant and funny enough it's funny you mention um 28 days later ben because killian murphy's in this film yes. as well yes and that was his first yeah. ever film 28 days later God, wasn't it i love 28 days later so much me too i love it's that one movie. of my favorite films i can watch well, that it again was, and again and yeah, Will's like, i hate it yeah I hate it. Yeah. yeah love it it was mind-blowing what they did, though, because that was the start of modern zombie stuff, wasn't it? You know, yeah, they had yeah. fast zombies. The way that they showed the um, the world to be completely like the scenes of London. But that's the with thing, no isn't it? In. Yes, because whilst it was still a small contained story, they they showed us the rest of the world. They showed us, but through yeah. the eyes of the small group. We didn't have yes. to expand yeah. it with more groups and more... Okay, there were more groups, but they were still yeah. small little things around this group of people that we grew to love. Yeah. We didn't expand it too much. You know, they brought America in and they, you know, in 28 weeks later, and they made it much more of a... And, and obviously the way they filmed it as well was completely different. Mm. You know, the style mm. of the first one was just yeah. incredible. Yeah. And then it just became this generic Hollywood stylized film in, in 28 weeks. I mean, this, this might surprise you, but I prefer 28 weeks to 28 days. It doesn't surprise me no. at all, man. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not as scary, that's why. That is probably the reason, it's, yeah. It's <laughs> very different. Mainstream. Yeah. I think Will's yeah. saying is, yeah. like, since it, since it is, you know, there, the movie's, like, centralled around where you guys are, he's just like, that could happen. It totally fucking could happen. It totally could. They're probably doing it right now. <laughs> Testing. Well, aren't they making a sequel? They're making a third film, aren't they? Oh, the, please don't. Because I, I was, do you I know what? I was literally just about to say one of the things I did like about 28 Weeks was actually how it ended. Mm. Yeah. I liked yeah. how it ended. I was like, yeah, this has happened now, and you can now fill in the gaps yourself and think about what happens next in the world. And I loved that. And that, that that's enough. Finish there. Stop. Don't go back. Don't make bloody 28 months later, for God's sake. Well, Why? The, Why? The hardest, I would yeah. still think that would be good. years later, 28th century. It's just like a, a, a camera on the Eiffel Tower and there's just no people around. because They already, they already had paid. Go on. From, from a world-building standpoint, right, Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Now, this is how much I bloody watched 20 because I watched 20 days later a lot, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. Back in the day. The thing with the infected is they are just infected with a virus. They're not zombies or anything. They don't get super abilities. They are just infected people that are enraged with rage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at the end of 28 Days Later, we see 
infected, dying from hunger and starvation. Yeah. Right? So 28 months later, right, it wouldn't fit. Even yeah, but if they've gotten years. through to the no, but if they've got through the channel tunnel, mate, I mean, there's going to be meat. You know, there's going to be fresh. <laughs> but it would. But everyone would just die. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, there'd be no yeah, one around. It's not going to. It's going to take more than. I mean, they can't just hop on a plane, can they, mate? It's going to take a long time. I know. For it to like. But you can. <laughs> but do you see what I mean, though? They're just gonna. They're just gonna. They're just gonna Americanify it again, and they're gonna like. They're gonna get it set in the states this time, and it's gonna. Well, no, because be... no, because I don't think I. I think it'd be Europe, like Russia or somewhere like that. Do you not think? Uh, like, do you know what? Do you know what I mean? That it's unnecessary. You know that I story is told. I love how it ended. It allows the. It's just just like I love endings like that, where like with Inception, they like, did 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 it topple or not? And I love. I don't need yeah. to know it. I I love the idea that everyone has their own opinion of. Did the did the spinning top fall or not? And I love it. And just leave it like that. And this is the same. Leave it. You'll love Let's... Halloween three, mate. You'd love that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I like that. I, I I prefer just an open end. Like you decide what you think happened. Yeah, yeah. That is. See, that's it. That is it. There's not many film franchises that actually do that with their films now. They don't, you yeah. know, even they don't leave you on a cliffhanger. Well, that's I think because you know, I, I, I don't know because we're in the age of focus groups and fucking yeah. testing, aren't we? And then people don't like ambiguous endings, do they? They like to be to be resolved. They want to make franchises. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's me. I, like, yeah. I like to know what happened. Well, I suppose <laughs> the thing is as well with any sequel to a zombie flick or affected. You're, you've got one big, massive franchise, which is probably the biggest ever, which is coming to an end, which is The Walking Dead. And they, it's a massive... You've got to basically be better than that as in a movie. And it's very difficult. Very difficult. How do you... Yes, tell all you need to do is use HD cameras, JMO, and you're automatically better than that. There you go. There, <laughs> I know. There you go. Done, isn't it? Yeah, done, done. Actually, just speaking of The Walking Dead, and I'm going to end my bit in a minute. So, because The Walking Dead's ending, the, the main series ends next year. And basically, it's a massive 24-episode series that they're splitting up over the, the year and a bit. But what they've done is that fear of The Walking Dead and the world beyond are all tying in to the end of the walking dead as well so all these stories come together all at once the frustrating thing for me is although i'm up to date with the walk main walking dead and the world beyond i'm so far behind with fear the walking dead because fear of the walking dead i've i always thought was a bit crap to be honest and i know walking dead has its problems a lot of them but <laughs> even fear the walking dead it, it can be it's dreadful at times. Um, so I've had to go back and start re-watching and catch up with Fear the Walking Dead. And actually, I've been pleasantly surprised. I've, I've finished season three of it, and I can't believe how good season three of Fear the Walking Dead was. I was just like, because I think when I was watching it before, I got halfway through season three, and then I, I got pulled on to watching other things. But now I'm going back to it. Season three of Fear the Walking Dead is probably one of the best seasons of anything in The Walking Dead as a franchise. It's phenomenal. 
Um, as for the start of season four of Fear the Walking Dead, it's a bit slow. So I'm only yeah. Go on. This is this is this is this, this is the problem when you have TV shows that all kind of interlink. Is that you yeah. uh, kind of lose track, and then it's like so many acts. Yeah, like so the much time. Yeah, that's what I was. That's yeah. what I was going to yeah. compare it to. Like to be able to to know what's going on there, you've got to watch about five different shows every yeah. week. Yeah, and that's five yeah. five hours a week. You know, I mean, they're all, I know, some of them are complete. Much a, like it's just <sighs> yeah. I, was, I, I loved Arrow. I was yeah. so into it. And I got into The Flash as well. I really started enjoying The Flash. And then they started adding more and more and more. And I was like, fuck this. I can't be asked. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. It's just too I mean, much. Do you... I don't, I, I need a break from, even though I like this stuff, I need a break from it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing that I'm finding with catching up on Fear the Walking Dead. Yeah. I'm, I'm sort of like, yeah, I love the franchise, but Jesus, I've got so much to catch up on. And it was like yeah. Star Wars as well, all the films coming out. Like, I love this, but I need a break. Yeah. Like, there's just yeah. too much. Mm. Yeah. But I don't want to I get to, to the end. Sorry. Yeah, go on. No, that's cool. I was go just going to say, I, I used to love The Walking Dead, but to me, I mean, like. Where did you dip out? I don't know because like i was there the first very first episode i was like oh my gosh this is the show for me watched it yep. very like the pilot the episode. yeah that first that pilot is one of the best pilots in any show yeah. yeah and then like after i don't know probably like four seasons i just i just stopped watching because i'm That's like it's about the same as me then yeah it just goes off the rails and it's i just, i like, stopped when when you first meet negan and that big cliffhanger happens i was like no oh. fuck this shit Fuck this shit! I am not. No, <laughs> fuck it. But then fuck it. that the episode afterwards that opened the, the season is the one that people jumped off at because they yep. couldn't. And I knew it was coming. Was, I knew yeah, it was coming. I was like, I no, fuck this. No, I'm not. I'm not dealing with this. It, it. They did well. Nobody thought they'd be brave enough to get rid of one of yeah. the best characters in the TV show. The best show. character in the TV show. Let's yeah. be honest. And they. You know, obviously, the way that that episode pans out, and I think it's one of the not so much. I think it's one of the best episodes anyway, but because it's so brave in what it does, in that it actually goes ahead with what it goes through with what happened in the comics, and they were they did it, and it's not a very nice scene at all. It's awful, actually. It's no. a horrible scene. Yeah, it's a really horrible scene. No, no, <laughs> yeah, um, but. I think a lot of people, but that whole season after that, it took a it took a good two or three seasons for The Walking Dead to actually come mm. back from that. The and problem it is, is it just been very repetitive as well. Yeah, it's like going from one yeah. location to the other. Oh, we got this nice new home. Oh, it's it's been overrun. Oh, we got this nice yeah. new home. Oh, it's been overrun. Yeah, I think oh, the problem is if you have to people, exactly. If you have to, if you have to be like, oh, you know, if you if you get if you get ready to watch a show. And you have to be like, oh, I've got to get through all this to get to this point. I mean, why would you want to waste your time? You're so right. Right. Yeah. Fuck, uh, it. Fuck that shit. I, mean, I ain't dinner with it. <laughs> I'm glad you like it, JMO. I'm just saying, yeah. it. like, it broke my heart I, that I. Yeah. Loved don't get that show Don't get so me much. wrong either. I loved that first season. It's one of my favourite yeah. seasons of any show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah. like the second yeah. season, but it was a bit more soap opery, and I liked I liked the prison season, but I was starting to get a bit. Uh, you know, like I, I tried the... to watch it. I tried yeah. to watch it because of all the hype, but unfortunately, I can't get over how bad it looks. 
like those those early seasons. Oh yeah, the budget was much were filmed in the night. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, that's your <laughs> yeah. TV budget, though, isn't it? That's yeah. you know they weren't. Well, I suppose, it but it wasn't near. filmed like it wasn't filmed that long ago. Was that like, Was it? Yeah, yeah, two thousand nine. There's, there's other yeah. shows. I mean, Monk has higher definition than <laughs> oh The Walking Dead season <laughs> one does. Yeah, so well, I think it comes back to that same thing again, where I enjoyed the small story in the first. Yeah, yeah, season. yeah. I, is, I, I, yeah, that's what I love, and it just became too big. Yeah, and that's yeah. that's the thing with everything. We go back to it. It's franchise building. Everything's yeah. got to be a franchise, and the thing is with with the genre of the zombie or infected or whatever, there's only so many stories you can tell that aren't similar in that. Yeah. Because how do you yeah. change, how do you change it? You know, and, and there's so many apocalyptic films that do the same thing with different groups of people out in the wilds and stuff it like always that. Always does and become it, a bit, Oh, actually the humans are the worst thing. Yeah. 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 I mean, even <laughs> planet of the apes did that as well with yeah. that one. Yeah. You know, so I think it's it's probably more a problem with the actual this setting. I yeah. think the setting has it needs a big revitalization. Yeah, yeah. If someone's going to do know, it again. Yeah. Even like we love that film, Love and Monsters, but even that is going to have that same sort of trip mm. because there's going to be if there's a sequel, which they've talked about, there's going to be other tr- other. Yeah clans in the apocalypse i haven't seen it but there was that other film with um whatever his name is um drax drax is it from guardians where they did the the las vegas zombies but they were in oh yeah fucking army of the dead i haven't seen it but at least they did try and do something different with zombies hold on a minute hold on a minute hold on a minute i'm holding can try do something because for one minute they're just normal fucking zombies right and then the next you know they're half of them are aliens and have got blue eyes god sake Make up your mind. There's a, zo- right? There's a zombie king and queen. It's, it's like, <laughs> um, um, but at least they're trying to do something different with zombies. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fucking waste your life on that movie. I'm, not, God, I'm never going to watch it. But there's a, they've actually, but they've actually done a prequel about a heist to it. So one of the characters. Oh, of course they have. Oh, they've got to make more, haven't they? Christ. Let's, 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 let's make a prequel that has literally nothing to do with what we just oh, two no. of our lives watching. Oh, let's no. make one like let's not we let's not on the ridiculous cliffhanger to the movie. Let's not do that. Let's just make something completely different, a whole different genre of movie. Why not? Well, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, your system. You feel yeah, better. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, better. oh for months, guys. Oh, that's okay, one last thing about the Walking Dead. I don't know why I have this problem. Like, I can imagine why things have happened, but I need to know, like, what caused this? And they've already said that no one's ever going to know. They're never going to, like... Yeah, have they never actually addressed it? Yeah. Well, there's... In, um, so, basically, the Walking Dead World Beyond, which is actually a smaller group in a in the, coming up against the biggest group in the whole of the Walking Dead um, franchise. So, basically, mm-hmm. that... That tells the story of actually what caused it, and they're actually looking for the um, what's it, the cure for it. So it plays a bit like um, that Day Z film, you know, the one that was Brad Pitt was in. 
Oh, the, World War Z. World, yeah. So, which is basically like. the world beyond is a bit more like that, but really it doesn't like sound as bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> but the thing is, it's all set on these. It's and it's all set on these kids that come from a community that actually go out into the world, and you know, yeah. because one of the kid wants to go and find their father, who's a scientist, <laughs> who's working on the cure, um, and hence the cure is actually something a bit different and but there's still a f- more to go in it but the world beyond is the one that gives you the answers more or less so yeah it's it's a the first series of world beyond there's only two series as well of it because the end of season two is pretty much ties in with the end of the whole walking dead um so the basic the reason behind it and the you know the solving of it is in the world beyond um, but it centers on these kids basically, and it does it does a few little things differently, um, but it still has the same tropes of everything within it. So um, yeah. Okay, Jamo, what's uh, what's your song? Well, I I figured, seeing as it's a Halloween one, it should be something with it's a spooky, spooky title. Yeah, something spooky. So, I will just get it up. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment. It is. <laughs> so the track's called I See Your Ghost, mm. and it's by a new British band, The Lathams. Mm-hmm. And there you go. That's oh, my that's choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's by The Lathams. Yeah. Their debut album came out a couple of weeks ago, and it's brilliant. It's a brilliant debut album. Um, but yeah, they're called The Lathams. The track's called I See Your Ghost. Nice. And it's on the Spotify playlist right now. Whoa! Okie <laughs> dokie. Next on my list, I have Sam. Come on, Sam. Can't believe you've done this. <laughs> Whack us right in the face with it. Okay. Oh! Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm not sure you guys are ready. <laughs> no, okay, so um, first, there's a game that I've been playing, um, kind of relates to what JMO was talking about earlier. I started playing Alien Isolation because <gasps> Will said wicked. that I would love it. Yeah, yeah, wicked. Yeah. Um, I told you they. I told you they'd be excited. <laughs> oh my god, it's an amazing game. I've been talking about that game all day. Um, yeah. Sadly, I just haven't like I haven't gotten very far because I only play it when I'm taking a break from homework, and that's not much time at all during the week. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I love I love it so much. Like, oh, just everything about it. Like the atmosphere mm. of the game, the music, just sets me on edge like just the music like just the sounds of like stuff yep. banging around i'm like oh my god so oh how my god i'm gonna die got, how far have you got have you had your first encounter yet yes <laughs> that and that's enough amazing. for me i was like oh. it's so good that, it's so good that scene that whole scene i still have like the way the alien comes in yeah it's i can still weird. see it yeah, I stayed under that desk for yeah, so yeah. long. I was like, uh, "How do I know to leave? How do I know? Where, <laughs> do I, where, where am I supposed to go?" Oh, you hear it fucking stomping <laughs> about. You think, "Oh God, is it, has it heard me?" Oh shit! 
Yeah, and there was actually one time that I I actually died because like I got scared and sprinted, and the alien oh, turns and screams at me, and I was like, I just like put my face in my hands, and I'm like, I know I'm dead. I know I'm dead. Oh, <laughs> from this. The amazing thing about it is as well. Now the aliens come into the game. That alien, the AI for that alien is amazing because very good. It, yeah, it just turns up. And it's done just like the film, well, the first Alien film, whereby it is scary. You're doing missions, you're doing stuff in the game, and you're and stuck in areas. Just turn up. Yeah, but he's always the there. Yeah, like they're always there. That, it, that, like, like you said, at any minute they could just be like, "Oh, hello." But even, even like you know, it's still around. <laughs> like even if it doesn't turn up, you can hear it in the vents. Yeah, you know, even so if you're going through like, an area with androids, you know, you'll still hear it going around. You think, oh, fuck, is it going to come or not? Yeah, like, I love that there's always that tension. Yeah. Like, it's just a constant, like, I'm always oh. on alert. Like, even when I'm saving my game, I'm, like, looking left to right, left to right. It doesn't like, pause it, does it? Yeah. No, no, it doesn't. There's no, get into those pause, those save stations as well, though. You have those save stations, and sometimes you'll be playing it, and you can see the save station, but then you'll hear the alien. Yeah. You won't be able to see it. And then you're like <laughs> thinking, right, I've got to get to the save station. And you may not have much life left. You know that you've probably come a long way through the section yep. you're in and you want to save the game, but you can't. You can't. So you're going to have to work out how you get to the save station yep. to save it without being heard by the alien. Um, not to mention there could be some of those working joe androids about as well which are oh, just scary as well yeah they, yes. they, yeah they terrify so, me more than the alien honestly oh, is it that they say they go like uh you're you're becoming hysterical that's Calm it down. Yeah. you know uh, yeah yes. like the point i'm at in the game is where like um you're you're trying to like make your way around them to send out a signal like send out a message to the yeah. ship that's waiting for you and I'm like hiding in the vents and I'm like <laughs> peeping out and I see them standing there and, and they're like looking almost right at me. And I'm like, they don't see me. Do they see me? Yeah. Oh, it's like, um, like with the save stations, like sometimes you'll be at a computer terminal and you'll be reading something on the terminal mm-hmm. or you'll be hacking or you'll be listening That's to an audio log and like, yeah, the game doesn't pause. <laughs> Even then, and it's like, oh fuck, the aliens coming to get me, and I'm sitting here reading. Yeah, um, the hacking thing is what scares me the most because I'm just like trying to get through it, and at the same time, I'm like trying to listen, and then yeah. the music just builds, and I'm like, okay, I need to hear if it's behind me. Yeah, I feel like I'm gonna turn around, and it's gonna be there. Yeah, so oh, good. Yeah. I actually got so really good. scared by one of those androids because um, I was trying to sneak past the camera like to disable the camera to go through that door and I was standing there for a second like hiding and I didn't think they could see me and all of a sudden I stand up and one's right behind me and like pulls me around and I was like oh shit (laughs) like right in your face yeah oh it's so good good the game just gets better and better as well I I feel yeah Yeah. just you do you do get weapons as you progress in the game but I, I think it's not when you first get your first proper weapon it takes a long time to get to it but you're you're so relieved when you get it yeah and I you're just then it's not it's not like a crutch though at no, all like no. it's like oh okay so i can deal with the androids a bit mm. but yeah. <laughs> 
that's about it. Yeah. Oh, God, I, it took me so long to complete and finish. It's a long game, game, actually, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's a long game. But I think that's made longer because of the alien itself. Yeah. So I think all the time you spend hiding, I think I must have put in I'm about... I'm, I can actually check. I'm going to have a look. See how, I think I did 60 is. or 70 hours to get to the end, but it's only a 20-hour story. So most of my time was spent hiding. <laughs> I my played play it. I did time. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, my playtime is eighteen hours. Okay, so, so you it's about yeah, a twenty-hour twenty-hour game. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you did it really quick. What level were you playing on? What difficulty did you put uh, it on? I can't remember the difficulty levels, honestly. I think I did it on normal. Probably on and normal. I was just yeah. Like, pro- pro- yeah. Pro- I, I wouldn't have put it on hard. I don't. Th- Although maybe I did. Right. No, I no, I put put it on normal. What level of you? What difficulty have you put it on, Sam? I don't remember, but it's probably not. It's probably at least normal or below. <laughs> I usually, <laughs> my first playthrough, I usually put it on like because I didn't know how scary it was going to be, and I was like, I don't want to. I don't want to stress myself out playing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is very stressful. It, it does build anxiety. I mm. think that's the thing as well. It does if you take it away because. Also, that game was responsible for Resident Evil 7 being as it is. Mm. You know, I don't think Resident Evil 7 would have been in that first-person view or in that house if it wasn't for the fact that Alien Isolation did first-person horror so well. Yeah. I think um, that game is not just held up as an amazing game within the Aliens franchise. It's actually held up as an amazing horror game full stop. You know, it does things so many games have tried to copy. Yeah. Take away the, the actual um, license of Aliens, it's still an amazing video game. It's yeah. still an amazing, it's such a well-produced game. The soundtrack's great. The gameplay's really good. And, yeah, it's a great horror experience as well, as well as yeah. one of the best atmospheres and one of the best, like, law-friendly, amazing um alien projects that I've ever seen it's it's it feel it felt like I was in the movie yeah and even when you finish it and you do all those little side they're almost like one player horde modes from a first person view you know you have all those challenges afterwards you can do whereby you have to stay alive for like 30 minutes or something whilst the aliens hunting you inside a capsule or something like mm. that you have some amazing challenges to do outside of the main game. Um, but, yeah, it's – and you think as well, actually, this game, it came out on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. It also came out on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox Did 360. Really? Yeah. So it was one of the last – so it came out in that period that we're in with the Xbox wow. One and series and, you know, that same thing. It came out. And it, it pushed that hardware to its limits, basically. You know, yeah, there were a lot of problems pretty. on it. Yeah. Well, it's on the Switch as well. You can get it for the it Switch, actually, and it looks it? great yes. on the Switch. <laughs> that uh, is not it's... a game I would buy on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Headphones on, sat in a dark room, playing it handheld. Low tech. You know, yeah, no. <laughs> no. I know, low tech. 20 it's frames still... a second. But then I think the Switch does some amazing things with what it has, the power it has and the games it can run. I mean, Dying Light's just come out onto the Switch and it looks incredible on it, you know, for a handheld experience. So, yeah. But, yeah, go back to um, Alien Isolation. Anything <laughs> else from it, Sam? 
no, I was just gonna say that like I'm so glad that I like once I got a PC to play games on that like mm. I started wearing headphones because like it really puts you yeah. more into the game yeah. than like listening to it on a TV because that's all that's all that you can hear and you're like in the mm. headspace and you're especially like especially with a game like this. Yeah. Yes. Mm. I'm I'm just excited to finally work work my way through it. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. So there's that and um so there's a show it's not it's not really horror, but I mean, it can go along with it. But there's a show that Will and I have been watching that, oh my gosh, it's like amazing. It's like one of my favorite shows, honestly, that I've ever watched. And uh, it's called Only Murders in the Building. Yes. Oh God, that was right in my ear. There it is. <laughs> Scratching my brain. Oh, there you so go. I... Is that enough? Sorry? No, that's why I was just about to joke about Will's being in Ben's ear, another innuendo. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh dear. No, <laughs> yeah. no thanks. Um. God, thanks. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Jeez. So, I didn't even, like, consider watching this at first because I, I didn't really know what it was about. I don't... I'm not as up to date with things as Will is because, like, I just don't have time anymore, sadly, for much of anything. I have to, like, make time. Um, but he had mentioned to me, he's like, so there's a show, and Selena Gomez, of course, was uh, one of the <laughs> actors. Um, but, so we found a good common ground for a show because it's about these three people that come together. There's like a murder in their building, so they start a podcast, a true crime podcast about it, and they're themselves trying to figure out what happened because they don't believe, like, what the police ruled it is how it actually happened. So, true crime podcast, Lena Gomez, Will and I both love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you do, Will. I do for reasons oh, do. that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you guys are insinuating here. Um... Mm. So what was that? Um, so only murderers in the building. Yeah. How many so episodes I've, in are you? Uh, we've, so we've finished. We've, we've, we finished, finished it now. Mm -hmm. But this, oh my god, there's so many twists and turns. Like you think that you've got it figured out, like as with any mystery, you're just like, okay, yeah. well, I think this, I think this person actually did it, or this person actually did it. And then the way it ends, you're just like, no freaking way, like no freaking way. It was Selena Gomez all along. Oh, yeah. she, she'd never do such a thing you don't think so <laughs> I think she would if she had to do you think <laughs> but the show she, is like oh sorry I was just going to say she a bad bitch she'd do it <laughs> she a bad bitch <laughs> the show is like so funny so it's Selena Gomez uh, Steve Steve Martin and, uh, that's his name and um <laughs> you only know Selena Gomez. That's, that's all you focused on. Martin Short. That's right. That's right. Martin Short. And I, I love Martin Short. Right. He is yeah. probably one of the most hilarious men on the planet. And it is a. It's like a comedy, kind of a dark comedy. I would say. And it is so fucking funny. Like, oh my god! I just piss myself all the time but it's, <laughs> really and uh, but it's also like 
honestly, it's stunningly kind of directed. Like some of the cinematography as well is incredible. And not many shows would be able to pull off an episode that is entirely told from the perspective of like a deaf character. There is no dialogue in this episode at all. And you're basically hearing everything from the perspective of this deaf character. And just the way it's done is just incredible. And you'd really like, no, you'd think that that wouldn't be good television, but it was honestly amazing. It really makes you kind of think as well. I love it when shows do stuff like that. Uh Yeah. Really cool. Yeah, I really think it's worth a watch. Like, I watched it on Hulu, but I think for Will, it's on Disney Plus, right? Yeah, so it's on Disney Plus in the oh, UK. Cool. Okay, um, I was going to ask. I was going to ask what channel it's on. So Disney Plus, good, good. And good. I've been like two episodes ahead because I had like I had two episodes to watch every week, but we were watching it together, so I was always like, I could, I could just <laughs> watch the next one. <laughs> <laughs> But it was just a nice, fun show for us to watch together on the weekends. It's like, like you said, it's like dark comedy. It's it's a good time. Like, I I loved it so much. It's like emotional. It's um, at times, and it's just like, it's just great. It really is. It really is. It's probably my favorite show of the year. And you know it has to be good when it can beat out Star Trek, right? Wow. wow. You, you know, is, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've always is... known you'd like Selena Gomez more than yeah. Star Trek, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah probably. <laughs> Listen, she's a very talented actress uh-huh. and singer, yeah. okay? Yeah. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll never be her. <laughs> and that's the Media Memoirs podcast for this week. <laughs> Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. But yeah, Only Murders in the Building, definitely worth a watch. Like, I have seen a lot of talk on Twitter about it from people that wouldn't really like that kind of TV show, and even they are really liking it. So, yeah. Yeah, and then the way it ends, though, it's just kind of like, I mean, there's going to be a second season because it just ends like... It's insane. Like, there's so many. Like, I just, I just keep thinking about extra things from it as well. Like, yeah. one of the murder, one of the murder suspects is Sting, and this whole episode where they're like trying to pin it on Sting is just incredible. And just so many like actors and actresses that are kind of really famous. Oh, guys, guys. how does that this... work with Sting being in? It? Is this like some sort of meta? So he lives in the building. Yeah, he lives in the building. He lives in the building. Oh, okay. The show. Okay. <laughs> He's a resident. Wow. Oh. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, and just yeah, just the comedy from like Steve Martin and Martin Shaw. Just uh, it's just incredible. Like the, the, as a, as a trio, these three are just they have a lot of chemistry. I think. Yeah, they they for sure do. I have <sighs> two other things written down here, and I'm trying to decide which one I want to talk about, which I can say more about. Do it. Talk about them both. I mean, one I don't have much to say about other than disappointment, but. Oh, I need to know now. So I went to see Halloween Kills in theaters. Oh, no, really? Is it bad? I didn't. I don't know. It's crap to say it. (laughs) The thing is, I. I think I'm biased because I haven't seen all of the Halloween films. I know it's a shock, but... I haven't either. I, uh, there's I have so seen, many of them. 
Yeah. I prefer the ones that Rob Zombie directed, like the ones like from 2007 and 2009, I think. Yeah, they um, made two. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Was Jamie Lee Curtis in both of those ones? Or not? No, were they remakes? No. They were reboots, weren't they? Yeah, they were like he he had like his own take on it. Yeah, you know. Um, so I like those better. So maybe that's why I didn't like this one as much. But it was just. It looked really silly, though. I was thought it in the trailers. Was. It kind of was. It's just like you get to a certain point, and like the way the last one ended. I don't know if you guys saw the last no. one. I forget what it was called. No. I think it was just Halloween, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Halloween. It was, I think because what they did was they've, they've rebooted the franchise so many times and tried to do sequels because these ones both feature Jamie Lee Curtis in and they did the same, I think, towards the end of the 90s or in 2001 or two, they did the same similar thing with Halloween H2O, um, similar sort of thing. They tried to follow it on from either Halloween 2 or Halloween 1 and they tried to yeah. rebuild the franchise. I mean, it does kind of have, like, a retro feel to it because, like, yeah. it starts out with, like, the title sequence and, like, the the feel of it is, like, like, there's flashbacks to, like, another movie. And I don't know. It just – I just didn't like it. Like, I can't even give you reasons why. <laughs> just, it's fine to I, just say, yep, it's Nav. Yeah. <laughs> And people are divided. Like, they either say, oh, my God, it's so good, or they're like, I hated it. And I'm one of those people who I'm just like, I, I didn't prefer it. <laughs> um, so that's all I got to say about that. Sorry, it's all the Halloween fans. Because, like, Michael Myers is my favorite. Like, like yeah. you're out of the Pennywise, of all Freddy, the, like, the Jason. Slashers, like, whatever. Yeah. 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 Like, Michael Myers is my favorite. Uh, see, I'd, I mean, that, uh, but he was the original, wasn't he? He was the first. Uh, yes. Because Halloween yeah. was, although there were films around that time, like, was Texas Texas Chainsaw was around that time as well. Also, but, yeah. Yeah. But Halloween was, and the Hills of Eyes as well. And oh, but yeah. Halloween was the, the, the Hills first. Hills of Eyes. Oh. Yeah. God, that is a weird film. If yeah. ever, I think Rob Zombie remade those films as well, didn't he? Was it Hills of Ice he did a remake of? There was a second Does one, it? I know that. Yeah, there was a remake as well that I'm sure they tried to remake it. But there was an era where they, all of a sudden they made films with like serial killers dressed up. You know, obviously you yeah. had the Freddies and the Jasons, but Mike Miles was the first one. He was the one that laid laid the rules out as if you've seen the screen movies you'll know they they explore the rules of the halloween film but yeah yeah i was it's just a, about to say that like yeah i know i said michael myers is my favorite but i'm, I'm yeah. also like a huge fan of the scream franchise because yeah. like those are from i guess kind of our era yeah they went to the 90s aren't they yeah, so, yeah <laughs> and i've seen I them love- so many times <laughs> That first, the first ten minutes of the the original scream is fantastic. It's so well done, you know. She answers the phone and he plays all the games over the phone with her, and then he's there, and it's just very cleverly done. And obviously, poor old Drew Barrymore, you know, you don't want to see a girl like that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
you know that is that's, that's a bleep. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 oh Jesus, that is <laughs> what's wrong with you? That's yeah, so how I'd kill my victim. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Well, uh, there's a new yeah. screen film out next year, isn't there? Yes, there is. Yeah. I'm so yeah. excited for it. There I didn't is, yes. know until yeah. yeah. Will showed me yeah. the preview, and I was like, oh, my God. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah it looks like good. like I live under a rock. I'm not up to date unless Will tells me stuff, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's that. Um, <laughs> and the other thing I was going to talk about is uh, Squid Game. Oh, yes, yes. I know. Well, I've never heard you sound so fucking enthusiastic about a fucking... No, no, no. Oh, yes. No, but I've only... I've, <laughs> see, I, I've only seen bits of yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't so watched I, it either. Yeah, but I've... It's one of those I things will, I'm right? intrigued by. Yeah, yeah. It's like... I started watching it because, again, Will suggested it to me. And uh, <laughs> it was before it got really popular, but now I think it's like on its way to be the most watched Netflix... The I think it has got there. Yeah, I yep. think it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. But like, um, you guys, do you guys? I don't know. I don't want to go into it. If you well, the general premise it. that it's like yeah. the general premise. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, there's you people play that games have and if you lose, and you die. Sort yeah, of thing. they have to. Yeah, yeah you lose, like, you die. It's childhood games, so like it, it's just kind of freaky that it's like. There's these games that kids play, and they're just like, oh, well, if you don't win, you'll be eliminated. And then the first game, people just get shot down, and they're like, holy shit, I thought we would just Is that eliminated. You've been eliminated, eliminated. <laughs> Is that the um, red light, green light one? Uh, yeah. Have, yeah. Yeah, they, um, That doll is amazing. It looks so freaky. But they've actually – there was a shopping center in this country where they put that doll in the shopping center – a similar doll to look like it. Yeah. Yeah. I think... But, um, um, uh, it kind of reminds me... Okay, it's not the same. It's not the same, but it reminds me kind of of Saw a little bit because they find these people who are, like, down and out. They're in a shit ton of debt. Like, they're honestly nobody. They're, like... They have nothing to lose. And, I mean, they're given the opportunity... To win all this money, it's like Saw and the Hunger Games together, is what I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but just so just to see the way the characters, the players interact, you know, they go from like helping each other to every man for himself. Like, it's interesting to see how it plays out, and it's really sad. Like I cried. Which le- it's gone into proper pop culture, though, hasn't it? It's because yes. like people at work are talking. People that at work, uh, well, I work that would never normally watch something like this are watching it and they're talking about it. So I know the premise of most of the games. Like, there's one where the people have to cut a cookie or something yeah. in a set, and and if they they screw it up, they get shot. I mean, that is bleak. I mean, yeah, really? it's like a. <laughs> yeah. I know. That is bleak. <laughs> it's bleak. It is because they're they're able to line up and they get to choose their shape, but they don't know what they're gonna do. They don't know what the game is, and there's like a circle, a triangle, and an umbrella shape. And then they get told like what the game is, and they have to cut the shape out of the cookie. They're given like a needle, and that's it. And if if the cookie breaks, if the shape breaks in any way, like they're eliminated. 
so watching these poor people like there's a time limit and they're like trying to find ways to to do it and like one of the like the main character that it centers around starts licking his cookie and everybody's like looking at him like what in the hell but um he did that to like get the sugar to dissolve so it'd be easier to get out but it's it's just crazy because they never know what what the next game is going to be. They never know how to prepare. And gosh, it's just so sad. There's just, oh, because obviously these people kind of grow into like, like the people who are just there and they're trying to play fairly. Like there's groups obviously that are, that are just like, why don't we just kill everyone in their sleep? Like then we can win. Like they're, they're dead. So, because <laughs> every time somebody will. dies, the money oh and the... <laughs> <laughs> Ben, why don't we just kill everyone? Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it, wouldn't it? What do you think? We'd both sign up to this together, mate. What more? <laughs> I'm just saying. God, this could totally be you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. Every time, every time someone dies, though, the money there's like a big plastic piggy bank in the center of like the sleeping area, and every time a player gets eliminated, more money drops in. So it's like constantly increasing. Um, but there's like a group that gets together and they're, they're just there to, to help each other and play fairly. But I mean, it's inevitable that only one person gets to win. So yeah, it's, it's sad. How would we figure that great. out? Will? Hmm. I mean, I'd kill you obviously. Well, Oh, come on. I mean, that would <laughs> be like a, no, you, you just kill me, would you? <laughs> You just do it, which is no hesitation. Come in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll give you a little bit of, you know, you don't need to feel a moment do at least. No, I don't. Just kill you. It's just dreaming. You're dreaming. Everything's no. all right. No. Are you dreaming oh, of our friendship? No, yeah. Oh, my God. And I wake up <laughs> you know, on top of me, like, the hands around my neck, like, die. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Thing is, I would I would already know that you would kill me, so I'd probably kill you'd you first. You'd probably kill me first, yeah. you, even if I wasn't planning on it. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would and already I expect you to kill me never, right at the start. We would never be in a game like this. No, no, I'd, I'd, I'd totally, yeah, I wouldn't even take part in it in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how you avoid man. it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Just live by my means. I don't need loads of money, you know. <laughs> You're such a good person. We're all just awful. The rest of us are just terrible people. Oh, see, cross media squid games coming soon. No, Jesus. I yeah, no, that's it. Well, actually, what Will would do is he'd put he'd put Audio Fire and the Bricking It teams together, and then he'd put (laughs) this one Media Memoirs together, and whoever loses the game gets done. Get shot. Well, if it's any, shot. if there's anything to do with puzzles, I mean, we'll be dead. So yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't do. I'm not very good mm. at puzzles. I did, I did <laughs> see in the trailer as well. There's a scene where they're doing a tug of war, and a team loses the tug of war, don't they? And they drop. Yeah, from like I a, saw that. A, yeah, I saw that. That's in the trailer. That bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like Jesus. Yeah. Just the just the fear of it, like the fear in the people's eyes, like they're they're. The acting's really good, but there is like um, 
I watched it dubbed, like, with subtitles. Um, but even if you watch it in, like, Korean with subtitles, there's someone that's watched it and said that, like, you don't really get... Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, you don't really get the accurate, like, There's stuff lost in translation, isn't there? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, you, your take on the characters is a lot different than it would be if you actually knew yeah. what they were actually saying. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Mm. Squid Game. That was a wild ride. I couldn't ten stop out of ten on episode ten. Yeah. Yeah. Ten out of ten. <laughs> ten out. Yeah. Okay. So Sam, what's your song? I don't got a spooky song, but my song is "Sometime Around Midnight" by the Airborne Toxic oh. Event. Oh, tune. What tune? Tune. Yeah. That's the song that got me into them. Yeah. Right, yo. So Ben. Oh, you've caught me mid breadstick. Oh, oh <laughs> is that man. what you call it? Is it? It's what you call it. Hey. I hate it when that happens. <laughs> Jesus. Mid breadstick. Mid breadstick. Okay. Hi. What can I do Hello. for you, Will? Uh, would you like to tell me your media memoirs? Well, I've got some memoirs for sure. I've got quite a few things. I was expecting someone to talk about this already, so I wasn't expecting to talk about this. Oh. Oh. Unless you're going to talk about it, Will. I think I know what you're going to talk about, and no. We haven't right. finished it. <laughs> oh. Right. Okay. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so I'll talk about that first, just very quickly, because I've got some other things that I I can say more about, because if you haven't finished it. Um, yeah. Uh, Midnight Mass is, uh, yeah, it's great. There we go. All right. So next up. No, <laughs> it's great. It's great. It is great, and um, I'm a big fan of uh, Mike Flanagan and his other stuff, like Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, are just so freaking oh. good. Okay, so it's been the same. Oh. Okay. I see. I've heard this mass <laughs> mentioned, but I've not actually mm. seen anything about it. I've heard so, it mentioned. Chats for people that don't it. actually know what it is, like I said, it's from the same guy that did uh haunting of hill house haunting of blind manor mike flanagan um and it's basically about a small community that are on an island um i think there's only about 100 people that live there um they're all very religious and um strange things basically start happening and a new priest arrives um who takes over from the old one and you've got to try and figure out why and who he is and what is going on. Um, God, yes. that really is all you can say. It, it is all you can say because um, the 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 show is um, a bit different, and I really like the direction it took um, when you get the reveal of what is happening. Hmm. Um, I really really liked it. I was initially like, "Wait, are they doing this? Okay." Um, Excuse me. And it's a really interesting way to think about the Bible and what certain things in the Bible could actually mean and what um, angels mean. And yeah, it's actually really cool. I really, really, really like what they did. Um, and with, like, I mean, when you, when you have a Mike Flanagan show, all of these shows are always so well done they've always got incredible cinematography they've always got a cast that are just on point all the time i mean even if it's just like characters like erin or riley two of the main characters which i loved both of them um but even that fucking bitch 
Like, what is even yeah. her name? Like, Bev, is it? Or something like that? <clears throat> fucking woman. Oh, she can just go and die in a fire. I fucking hate her so much. But it's testament to just how good the actress is. She's so good at it. Mm. Um, and also the the new priest that arrives, he's really great. Um, really, actually, that's an understatement. He's fantastic, especially towards the end of the show. He is so good in certain scenes. Um, and yeah, it's one of those shows that I can't really talk too much about without spoiling. So it's one of those that, I have to simply say, if you love Haunting of Hill House, Haunting of Bly Manor, and you like this cast, because again, Mike Flanagan uses a lot of the same actors um, from his previous stuff that he does. Um, so a lot of there's a lot of returning people from the other shows. If you love so all that, is it, is it its own entity, or is it all linked yeah, in with the other shows as they're, well? They're all their own thing. So even like Haunting of Bly Manor and Haunting of Hill House, they're their own separate stories. And there's there's not yeah. some big connecting story here. They are all their own individual projects, just the way I like it. Um, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, your favourite. Yeah. Yes. So, um, yeah, I, I really can't say too much more, but obviously everyone who's seen it through to the end knows just how fucking good it is and just how sad it is and how they're always just so amazing it's, it's more than just being scared in these things they are just so well done that they are fantastic stories and yeah just go and watch it if you if you love the, his, his other stuff because it's just so good so 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 good um the only thing i would say the only downside the only criticism i have is that there are um this is only this is very very mild 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 spoiler but it's it's really not much at all that there are young young cast members that are in old prosthetics and it kind of takes you out of yeah. the of the show a bit because it's yeah. quite obvious that they're that they're young actors in 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 old stuff and it takes you out of the show and you think okay well why is why why is that the case why are they in old you know that's the only thing that i could say um that took me out of the show but even then it's just a fantastic show, and the final episode, the couple of episodes are fantastic. It's so good. It's such an incredible story, and such a sad story, and such a, a re and like I said, a really, really cool take on the Bible. I really like it. So, yeah, so go watch it if you if you like his other stuff because it is just as good as Bly and Hill House. So good. Yeah, I, I liked Hill House. Hill House yeah. was really good. Sorry, Sam. What did you want to say? I was just going to say I think we only have like two episodes left. Yeah, and those two are so good as well. They're really good. <laughs> so it's 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 um, it finishes on a really really it's like a really uh, really good ending. I'm gonna say really one more time. Really good ending. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna move on from that now because I was expecting someone else to bring it up, but I've got. Uh, I'm not gonna spend too much time because I know I know the podcast is going going on for a while now. So I have got three films I want to talk about, but I'm gonna just go over them quite quickly. Um, so me and my girlfriend, we've been just embracing Halloween we've been watching lots of horror films um, and one of the first ones that she suggested to me was this film called Creep and I'm not talking about the creep that was like back in the early 2000s where it was set on the London Underground this is a new oh yeah yeah um, that's the one yeah this is a new newer I think 2014 um, film and it's a psychological horror film that's like in it. that found footage style you know like Blair Witch Project, Paranormal yeah, Activity, yeah, yeah. Cloverfield you know where it's like it's on a video camera yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's about a uh, basically a, this struggling videographer 
who's like looking for work and he accepts this assignment to um, travel to a remote cabin and meet this client called Joseph who um, basically has a brain tumor and he wants to record a video diary for his unborn child who he's not going to get to meet because he's going to die soon. Um, and there's only two cast members in it, so it's a very small film. It's just this guy, I think his name's Aaron, the, the videographer, and then Joseph. And it's <laughs> it's basically, and I think as well, the, the guy who plays Aaron is actually the director as well. Um, and this guy called Mark Dupless um, plays Joseph, the client. And this guy, Mark Dupless, is fantastic as this creepy guy. Um, it's one of these films where it's like, it actually starts off really funny like he's he's filming this vid, um this video diary for this guy and he's and he's doing this weird stuff like there's this bathtub scene right at the start where he's like he's pretending that he's um in the bath with his unborn child and he's like pretending that he's like um doing this uh this family ritual thing that they always do they always call like tub tub tubby time or something and it's really funny and the film is like really just <laughs> it starts off being really funny but as the movie goes on he gets it gets less and less funny because you're starting to get a bit more weirded out by him and you're thinking oh this guy's a bit he's a bit of a creep like he is a bit weird and it's it's actually done really well in terms of that it's so believable sometimes when they do like a creepy person in films it's always this stereotypical like descent into madness sort of like really weird you know like oh they're suddenly just crazy they're mad but actually yeah. it's so grounded in reality he's very believable um he's so likable i think that's the problem with well that's the thing you like you like him you like this guy that, that this that this client joseph and you're like oh he's actually really likable he's really funny and he's like you know, he's just a bit quirky, but as the film goes on, it gets weirder and weirder and weirder, the stuff that he does for this video diary, and it just, it is one of those that you have to stick with, because you could be sat there for the first, it's only about an hour and 15 minutes, or hour and 20 minutes, it's not very long, but you can sit there for the first 45 minutes to an hour, where he hasn't done anything super weird, but he's just there's this combination of weird things and he's he's just a bit there's things that he says and then it finishes on this amazing like oh i don't want to spoil it because people might want to watch it but you do have to stick with it because it eventually gets into this point where you're like you are scared of him this guy that you really liked and you really were thought it was quite funny it starts it, you find yourself sometimes like awkward laughing you know in those like social situations yeah. where you're like do yeah. i laugh or like you don't know whether to laugh or cringe yeah and it's just like that yeah. he's so great at the, as this role it's so well done and, and again i just love it when there's these small little stories like this with just two cast members and so good so so good highly recommend it um because it's just there is a there's a second one apparently but it's apparently not as good mm. which is always the way isn't it um, yeah but a really really cool take on a creepy um person like the character of joseph is really interesting and it's so grounded in reality it really is so believable that 
that like if you were it, it felt like if i was going to meet a crazy person in real life this is the kind of person that they would be they wouldn't be like a hollywood-esque like mad slasher you know they they would be like this like a likable person they'd be like really friendly and and just just a bit quirky to start with but yeah it gets really weird really cool really cool film way better than the other film called creep <laughs> that was really yeah, i've been, I've been that. wanting to watch that yeah i've seen it like i don't remember which platform but... i think it's on well it's certainly in the uk this one is on netflix um so i don't know if it's i think it was on netflix yeah yeah but yeah creep really good really really good go watch it because it's just a bit different as well it's not like like i said it starts off really funny and you're laughing and you're and you're thinking oh my god this guy's so weird like look how fun this is so funny and then oh wait this is getting a bit awkward now oh oh he's getting oh he's getting weird <laughs> i love oh, it no. when you watch something that does that yeah because it, it turns you you have to turn with the film yeah i mean, it's, it, yeah, it just makes you feel a bit, like you say, awkward. Uneasy. And it's a really, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, tense. It gets tense yeah, and it's, yeah. it's got this, it's unnerving. And that's that's the thing. And then, it, and then oh, just the way it ends is just so, oh! it's like one of those images in your head that just stays with you after you've watched the film. Speaking yeah. of which, one film that did that this to me a very long time ago, which I haven't watched in so long, which is also filmed as a found footage style, you know, video recording um film and i because she she my girlfriend uh suggested creep and i was like oh have you ever seen this film and she was like no and i was like oh fuck we gotta watch this then because i haven't watched it in so long do you remember wreck wreck oh as in r-e-c the spanish film wreck yeah and it was a horror wasn't it set yes. in a is it set in like flats or something yes. like that yes. yes will do you remember this I do. Yeah. Oh, do you remember this in a bad way, Will? Well, you know, I'm not a horror guy. Yeah. Did you watch it though back in the day? I think, I think, I think I might have tried to. Yeah. This was one it's of those films. Do you remember at school, like everyone was like, "Oh, I need to go and watch Wreck" because it's like <laughs> it's that film, wasn't it? That everyone was like, "Oh, you go watch it. It's so scary." Yes, it was. Yeah. So for people that haven't, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for people that haven't watched it, um. And or maybe don't remember it. It's this Spanish film, and there was there was an English version called Quarantine, which was so right, shit yeah. in comparison to this. Um, so it's a Spanish film. Again, like I said, it's uh, filmed in a found footage style, and it follows a reporter and a cameraman, um, and they are uh, doing a documentary about firefighters, and they basically get on an emergency call to an apartment building um when they're while they're filming and it's all about like what they're called there for there's a woman that's stuck in her apartment or that's been screaming in her apartment and they go and you know sort that all out <laughs> um and i just forgot how fucking good this film was like i think it came out in 2007 yeah 2007 wow. um, of the um found footage Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Blair yeah, Witch probably was, came out that time, and and Paranormal. Yeah, was, paranormal and activity. there was another one last broadcast as well. Yeah, which was yeah. Sort of like, uh, it was yeah. so popular at that time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I forgot just how fucking good this film was, and actually, how good it was. Now it's still good, like still as good, even though this story thing that they go with is very oversaturated now it's still so good um like 
you can i mean i guess you can kind of guess what's going on because of the english version's title they have they obviously get quarantined in the in the in the apartment and it's about why why that happens and what happens afterwards um so <laughs> it's just so good i mean even as a no I, I don't speak spanish and you have to watch the whole film with subtitles and even then it is so i'm so immersed you can tell how good the acting is because everyone is so believable um it also is one of those where like you know sometimes with these found footage films especially when they're, they're in a situation like this you think well why are they still filming like why are yeah. they still filming like this makes no sense they just <laughs> turn the camera off but actually this film it actually really makes sense why they're still filming because it starts off as a oh we need to keep filming so people can see how fucked up we're being treated mm. you know we're going to make a report about this because this is ridiculous that we're being quarantined in here by the police and whatever this is ridiculous and it sort of goes from that to being we need to use the camera for light <laughs> and we need to yeah. use the camera f to be able to see so it's, it's it makes sense that they're all still filming and the camera goes off every now and then and, and it and it and it comes back on in certain moments and there's a really creepy moment where a little girl turns it on and she's just like staring down the camera and it's like oh no go away um and and actually for a found footage style film the cinematography and how they did it is so good like there's this corridor that they keep going to that you first see this woman down the end and you're like oh i hate this corridor and every time that it sticks on this corridor and they also like foreshadow a lot of the scenes early on in the film with with similar camera work from the like at the start and then to like big scenes at the end like there's a there's a scene where early on they'll look down the spiral staircase and there's nobody there but then there's a there's a film that there's a scene later on in the film where they do the same shot and it's a really horrible scene <laughs> so i love stuff like that and 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 I, I had forgotten just how good this was i hadn't i've probably not seen it since 2007 2008 um definitely worth a revisit if uh you want to be scared out of your brains because yeah. it's still so scary it's still just as scary as it was back in the day and like i said because it's a it's it's i think because that was so popular it then got, got done a lot and yeah. it became it's become oversaturated especially the the main story about the quarantine it's very oversaturated now but it's still really good um and still done so well and it's still like it's still very scary very 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 scary um you're gonna be watching it well no i'll watch it i've never seen oh, yeah, it. yeah it's really good really worth I it again I'm, very I'm short sure film i watched it but i can't remember it that's yeah. the thing it's so one of these films that you've watched but you can't remember yeah yeah i, I couldn't remember a lot i remembered that they yeah. went into an apartment i remember there was firefighters yeah. but that was it yeah same, i remember the same. end scene i remember the end because the end scene is one of the most scary, like horrible things. And I remember after I watched it back in the day, I had this image in my head of that horrible thing. And I, and I kept replaying it over my head and, and even like watching it again, like last week, I was like, Oh God, I still hate that scene so much. It's so horrible. But, uh, have yeah. you ever watched the VHS films? No, but that's, that's very similar, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I think they probably oh, came out at the same time, didn't they? They probably did. I, I have a feeling that they were 2000s. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I remember yeah. that film coming out as well. I, I never saw it, but I remember it because I, yeah, I, I remember sure it there was well. a little yeah. bit of um, chat about it, wasn't there? Yeah. They're really good. They're yeah. really good. It's like, yeah. a, it's like a set of, like, 
just a set of different stories, like different videos, but they're all terrifying. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's funny. Just going on the found footage phenomena, it came along so quickly and then it went, and it went. so quickly. Yeah. It? yeah, it went so quick. And I, I know there's several films, obviously we mentioned them earlier, that were synonymous with the found footage ones. But it was something that you actually think is, at the time, is actually quite cutting it. Because you yeah, can imagine was, they yeah. could do it now. You could do it as a story on a mobile phone. Someone's got yeah. a mobile phone with them all the time. I know there's films that have them characters like filming stuff, but they don't, they've not done it as a proper film. Oh, I can't yeah. think of one. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things where actually, if it, especially for horror, it kind of fits the genre really quite does, well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because you can, you could quite easily have like with Rex, you know, people locked up in an area that they can't escape from and they can only use their phones or video yep. cameras and stuff. It lends itself to the horror genre quite well. Yeah, it you does. Know? And even they, they started doing it in video games as well with the whole night yeah, vision yeah. thing, you know, like Outlast. Yeah. You know, yeah. that was a Outlast, big one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. Outlast is still like, I know some people talk of the game being rubbish. Some like it, some don't. They did a sequel that sort of, the sequel was Again, not very good. was mixed, yeah. wasn't it? It was sort of, yeah. was it good, wasn't it good? Yeah, you had to sort of yeah. see for yourself, don't you? Yeah. Actually, think about it. It's more video games that are bringing the genre forward. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you think of the horror games now and stuff like that. Yeah, they all like to do the night vision thing because it is scary. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it gets gotten a bit. It's done well. Yeah. Done well. You know that's it. Like I mean, going back to Alien Isolation, that's done well because you're put in an environment and situation that you is so atmospheric. Yeah, and you, yeah, you can't and, do anything. Yeah, and to convey that on a film, through you can it works through found footage cameras. Yeah, it does. Yeah. So, so um, yes, two really good found footage films that I still recommend to this day. And I'm going to finish on a film that I had really high expectations for, but I'm not necessarily saying I didn't like it, but it didn't, it didn't hit my expectations. And that is Us. Oh, okay. Yeah. The follow-up to, um, so, well, not. It's done by the a... same people that did Get Out. Yeah, that's it. And Ma. I haven't seen Ma. Yeah. Um, but I did see Get Out and I loved Get Out. Get Out is an incredible film. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Us, for those that can't remember or don't know, is about this. Um, it stars Lupita Nyong'o, and she yeah. her, and her family go on vacation, and are it's all in the it's all in the uh, trailers and stuff. So this is basically what it's, it's not spoiler at all. But they are terrorised by another family that are doppelgangers of them, so they look like them, and it's like trying to figure out well why why do they who are who the hell are these people like what the hell is going on. Why do they look like them? Why are they terrorizing them? Um, now, it's it's one of those films where it had, an, again, just like Get Out, it had an amazing production quality, had great acting. Lupita Nyong'o is, was especially good in this. Very good, very good actress. Um, and... I just, it just wasn't anywhere near as good as Get Out. Like, and it's funny that we brought up this about small films and big films. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when I went into this, I was expecting this to be a small film, but it actually became way too big. And you don't, you don't get that from the trailers. You don't get that from 
what you initially thought. You're like, mm. oh, okay, fine. <laughs> They're doing this. Okay, I mean, I'll stick with it. Um, it's got quite a weird, the, the, just the script's really weird. There's some odd dialogue. Um, and it's one of those films that just has a weird ending. Like the last 20 minutes are just weird, you know, like insidious or like, you mm. know, they just, they have to go weird with it um, because of what they've been building up to. I can't decide if I liked it or not. It's one of those where, like, I really enjoyed, like, the acting and the production, mm. and I was with it for the first hour, and then the last 20 minutes, you're just like, plot hole central. Are you kidding me? Like, this makes no sense. <laughs> this this would never... How could this... Okay, fine, whatever. Like, me and my girlfriend were just sat there, like, for, like, an hour afterwards, just talking about it, like, this makes no sense, like, this and this and this, and, like, how the hell did this happen if this happened? And, you know, it's one of those, unfortunately. Um, how many times have you it? watched it? No, I've, yeah, I want to watch it. it. What did you think yeah. of it? Same thing. I thought it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy it? Because um, I don't know if so I did. since I watched it. I, I just know. remember it being really, really weird. Yeah. Like, the ending and, and yeah. the whole of it just yeah like i get it it's a it's a i get the message like it's about like that's no i can't really say what it's about but if <laughs> it's just i don't know it's just got so many plot holes like it makes no sense that 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 was going on you know yeah. it just makes no sense like and the twist at the end was just like oh okay Sure, sure, okay, yeah, that wasn't telegraphed. <laughs> I don't know, I was just really let down by it. I'm not saying I don't like it because, again, there's some really good stuff about it, and I love the family. Um, they've got such everybody's so good in it, but it's just it's got a weird script, and that's the way it goes, though, with psychological thrillers, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, yeah. But like I was expecting, I think that's the biggest disappointment. Again, is just that I was expecting this this story about just the family and why the family have got these doppelgangers, and but then it just gets so big, and then just like, oh, okay, this is this is just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I haven't seen Ma, which is supposed to be good, but it's not supposed to be like scary. Um, but I loved Get Out, so I guess yeah, Get Out was really good. Yeah. Get Out is one of those rarities, though, isn't it? It's a film that comes out of nowhere, and it it covers so much ground in so many different areas. I guess even that had some you know? weird stuff, but it was believable. Oh yeah, anyway. yeah, the you bit know? with the teacup and the, the yeah. mum that was that was really like the yeah, it was believable. Was really, really, yeah, this isn't yeah. believable. <laughs> There's so many plot holes. Like it doesn't make sense that this was going on, and it's just like. Ugh okay there's this they could have done it a bit better i guess but it's just it's just a weird script weird weird dialogue yeah it's worth a go it's it's one of those you have to sort of decide for yourself i think it's still worth a watch because like i said lapita nuongo is so good in it so good mm -hmm. in it um and i loved the family and the production's great it's not the scariest film in the world but i guess get out wasn't the scariest film in the world it was just it was just unnerving as well. It was the, I think it was the themes of it as well. The themes, get out, yes. Yeah, the yeah. themes of yeah. it. So, yeah. <laughs> I, I'd still say to watch it, but 
just be if prepared. If you like to get out, sorry. <laughs> if you like to get out, you should watch uh, Antebellum. Oh, is that the one you talked about? You've talked about it on the podcast before. I can't remember. I think you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I think I actually talked about them. Oh no, that's it. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's also yeah. similar. Yeah. Um, but those are really good too. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, don't go into this expecting get out. I, I guess maybe I was going into it expecting something more than it was. But it's still, it's still good. But also, <sighs> I can't decide if I like it. Okay. I, I think I dislike it, but I don't hate it. Maybe it needs know? another watch. I wouldn't watch, watch it again. I wouldn't watch it again. I don't think that already says everything about the film. If yeah. you know, like sometimes you get more from films on the second viewing than you do the, the first. The problem is, it's one of these films that when you look up the reviews, it's one of those where the critics have given it like ninety-five thousand percent on Rotten Tomatoes and whatever, and they think it's this <laughs> yeah. like amazing like representation of humanity and it's like the most amazing thing that's ever been done in filmmaking and then you look at the audience reviews and you're like this is stupid it makes no sense yeah <laughs> like they usually put... things we don't guys like oh yeah yeah, yeah they do, they, do. <laughs> they usually put the word thought provoking in the yeah. review as well yeah yeah <laughs> it was certainly thought provoking i mean we were sat there for about an hour and a half afterwards just talking about all the plot holes now it made no sense <laughs> so like it's fine to have plot holes, you know. You can have a film where, where like maybe something doesn't make a bit of sense, but you could you can push it under the rug and think oh, that's fine. It's just a film. Yeah. But there's so much like that just doesn't make sense with this. It's just it just layers and layers of plot holes that just yeah. But don't just discount it. Like maybe give it a go and see what you think. But uh, yeah, not not as good as Get Out. That's for sure. Okay, so what's uh, what's your song, Ben? Well, I don't really know, but I, oh. I but I but I guess it's Halloween, right? And I, and this whole month I've had spooky, scary skeletons in my head, so I feel like it should just be that. So okay. let's, let's just scary, do that. Ste- spooky, scary skeletons. Yeah, because it's been in my head. Like even right now, I can hear it playing in my head, and I don't know why. I guess it's just because it's Halloween. <laughs> But it's great. Let's just do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. I don't know who's by. You I can't remember who's by. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but everyone Somebody. knows it. Well, it's on the playlist. Do you want to go listen yeah, to it? Yeah. Oh, sick. Go do it. There you go. Done. Do it. Beautiful. Lovely. Ah, it's me then. Come on then. What have, yeah. you, got, what have you got in Woo-hoo. store for us? What have I got? Well, you know, uh, you guys know that I'm not the. You Star know. Trek the Horror. I'm not the Star Trek Destiny and maybe the cartoon, what's the cartoon one? We're yeah, definitely yeah. talking about Destiny, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Destiny news. Cartoon one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I'm not I really have... the horror the horror king, uh, you might say. You might say that I'm the horror jester. Although because, people uh, do people do get scared by you. To be fair, though, Will, we've watched a lot of horror movies together over the years. Yeah, like I don't know. I... <laughs> See, the thing, the thing, the thing that I always say about my taste in horror movies is that it has to have quite a high budget for me to enjoy it, as like, and not just be fucking scared of shitless all the time, right? It has to be like my favorite horror movies of you know, The Ring. The Conjuring, yeah. these kind of blockbuster movies, right? These blockbuster Halloween movies. 
High highbrow. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, most of what you guys have talked about today, yeah. I just have no idea about what any of it is. Um, but I will talk about. I'll go first with this actually scary stuff, and then progressively devolve into a child. I think is what will happen. So what I want to talk about. Me and Sam watched this while uh, while she was here, and I kind of felt like I was betraying Ben a bit. Actually, watching it, you son of a bitch! But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't worry, watched... Ben. You can come back to me. It's fine. We... It's oh, fine. Coming to you. What? Sorry, coming back to you. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, sorry. That was Ben. God, get your hormones in check. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's uh, the Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Right, the latest Conjuring movie. Now I'm always in for these films because I love James Wan as a director. I love Ed and Lorraine Warren, the actors that play, portray these characters in this universe. Uh, and I'm just always ready. I'm always ready for more of it. And I thought that this was a bit of a departure from how the Conjuring movies have gone previously. Uh, I don't want to spoil it, but this, 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 this is more of a... Oh, I don't want to spoil it. How do I say it? A thriller. This, this, this movie is a bit more of a kind of... Um, Horror themes. Less of a less of a haunted house vibe. Like the first two Conjuring movies are very haunted house yeah. themed, and this is a departure from that. And I think that that kind of upset some people. Definitely looking at the reviews. Oh, really? for it. I, I would say I'm much about it. To be perfectly honest, yeah, mm. it's not. It's definitely not as good in a horror sense, but it's really good in a learning more about the characters sense, learning more about Ed and Lorraine Warren's kind of relationship and, uh, and, and things like that. It's definitely more kind of grounded in story than, than spooks. Yeah. Uh, I would say, wouldn't you think Sam? Yeah. Um, but the, 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 this time is kind of more, um, you know they're doing their thing of like, oh, someone's been possessed. You know what? You know what's what's the reason and things like that. And there's some great performances in it. And uh, again, you know, nice big budget kind of horror movie. Some good spooks in there. <laughs> some good. But they, I, again, I don't think there's anything particularly because there's been spin-offs of both the the Conjuring movies. So you've had Annabelle and, and the Nun. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the Nun. The first like, Annabelle film's dreadful, but yeah, it is awful. Both bad. It is awful. Yeah, it is awful. I mean, the third one is apparently meant to be better, but then again, that that's because I think it. I haven't seen it, but I think it again. It focuses more on Ed and Lorraine Warren, again, you know, like the Conjuring movies. Um, yeah. But yeah, I like this universe of films, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's definitely not as good. It is definitely not as good as the first two. Yeah, I mean, the first Conjuring movie is a, is a masterpiece. Because yeah, yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, like, it's one. Of, it, was one of my favorite horror films ever but i need yeah. to watch it again to just remind myself why i loved it i can, I can <laughs> remember conjuring two more than i can remember conjuring one yeah i mean a lot of that's to do with like i i still to this day i i i i genuinely think that first nun scene in conjuring two is one of the best horror scenes it it i think it helped it probably didn't help that we were in the cinema no, but no, like, God. like that's the only like horror scene that I go back and I like watch on YouTube. Like, like I don't do that with stuff like that. But I'm like, oh, this is so good. Like, this is done so well. Like, I've mm. got to watch it again just to scare the shit out of myself, and then and then watch some kitten <laughs> kitten videos to make myself feel better. 
<laughs> but the first Conjuring was a massive hit as well. Yeah. You forget yeah, it was like for a whole movie like that to come out of nowhere, which it did, and be so big in the cinema. Because mm. it is, you know, the stuff at the end of that film is just brilliant. It's the so only, well done at the end. The only thing that's a bit silly, when you look at the real life Evan Lorraine Warren, mm. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> they've they've picked these very attractive ac- actors to play Ed and Lorraine Warren in the movie, and in real life they looked like shit, and they were apparently <laughs> not very nice people at all, you know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I, like, I, I suppose artists, you would you look know. like that if you had a demonic doll in your yeah, collection. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but it's it's Hollywood, isn't it? You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They Hollywood. Yeah. That's always I mean, my father too. Yeah. I'm like, they don't look anything like yeah. them. Even the doll. There's something about Annabelle, isn't there, as well, in real life. Oh. It's just like a raggedy doll, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. What did you think, Sam? I thought it was okay, but like, I don't know. I always think the first movie of a, of a, like, a franchise is always the best in most cases. Like we were so. saying earlier, with yeah. did you like the second one? Yeah. Same thing. Yes, I saw the first one in theaters. That's maybe also why I like it so yeah, much because yeah. I went and saw it with my sister, and it was like that. That I don't know. That always adds more magic to it. It does, doesn't it? Like <laughs> what was so funny? I'm sure we've told this story before, Will. But like yeah. we were sat in the, the first Conjuring, and there was a mum and her daughter in front of us who were just pissing <laughs> this themselves. This is the second one. This is the second one. Mate. <laughs> it was we the first the one. Back. No, no, it was the second one, mate. Yeah. It was definitely the second yeah, one. Right? Anyway, but whichever one it was, they were just pissing themselves at us behind them because we were just like two little schoolgirls just yeah. squealing and like, oh! <laughs> they said we made them jump more than the yeah, film did. Yeah. Holding each other. Yeah. God. <laughs> oh, what a couple of pussies, oh. eh? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's the only scary movie I've got to talk about, talking about being a pussy. Um, that's the only scary. I've got spooky. I've got, like, spoopy movies. And my my distinction is, like, spooky is genuinely terrifying. And then spoopy is kind of what I like, which is, like, Please children's, don't talk about children's horror. You're not going to talk about Scooby-Doo, are you? <laughs> Scooby-Doo. Are, about are, Scooby-Doo. We, are you talking about that video from earlier? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. <laughs> There's a new Scooby-Doo animated movie. It's Scooby-Doo meets Courage the Cowardly Dog. I really want to watch it. Like, how I amazing must that be? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, what cinematic master an interesting human. <laughs> hey, I love Courage the Cowardly Dog. I used to watch that when I was Yeah, kid. that was, like, legit scary as a kid. It was. Like... <laughs> um, anyway, so I want to talk about it first. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Muppet's Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Right here we go. Let's, let's get into Come on, it. guys, be nice. <laughs> let's get into it. All right. Now I love a Muppets film. I fucking love the Muppets. You are all a right? Muppet. I, I, <laughs> I I think the Muppets are just fantastic. And uh, and when when they announced this, I was in. I was like, I'm, I'm ready for this now. Uh, and it is great. It's a great little kind of spooky little lots of uh, famous actors and, and things in it. The, the problem I have with it. Because nothing's ever really going to come close to, to to Muppets Christmas Carol, is it? Well, that that is the standard no. at which all Muppets yeah. films should be held. And like the new the Muppets film came pretty close, but as a film just for the Muppets, uh, Christmas Carol is it? But Haunted Mansion's good, but it uses 
this kind of instead of um physical sets it uses this kind of like lcd background technology and you can tell that they're they're just in front of a screen most of the time which i think really sucks because if disney had put in the effort to build the sets and actually make the vibe feel a bit more kind of real then this would have been way better and some of the sets are real but like a lot of it is just this kind of like green screen stuff and i was just like hmm. but it is hilarious and i laughed many times uh during it and i mean just the muppets kermit sounded a bit weird though he didn't sound right i don't know if they've replaced his voice actor but uh i did i wasn't a fan of how kermit sounded yeah, it's just the classic Haunted Mansion tale, you know, Gonzo the Great and Pepe the Shrimp go and uh, try and spend the night over in a haunted house, oh, and spooky, <laughs> spooky things happen. Uh, you know, oh, comically, comically spooky. Guys, um, how can you not love the Muppets? Like what? I know, I do love them. Once uh, there's a song in the Muppets m- movie which is "If I Was a Muppet," or what's the one it was up for an Oscar, wasn't it? I wish yeah. I was a Muppet. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that solves up my, my whole life sums, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know I just laugh when you talk about people like Kermit the Frog and Peppy the Shrimp in a haunted mansion. The king the king shrimp, King Prawn. He's he's one of the best characters. He is he is just—he's constantly looking for the VIP room. I mean, what what a nutter! What an absolute nutter! <laughs> really <you>. crazy. <laughs> this isn't the Hilton I was promised. Um, but yeah, Muppets Haunted Mansion—you should definitely give it a watch because it is that kind of like fun, kind of Halloween vibe. Yeah. Um, it's terrifying for me though because some of those Muppets like are just terrifying. Like the big, <laughs> the big brown human size. Oh, <laughs> the one that was in um, Fraggle Rock. Yeah. Yeah. God, he's, he's scary just by himself. Like, so unsettling. <laughs> uh, and uh, so, yeah, Muppets Haunted Mansion, definitely. And then Sam Sam and I have watched a couple of movies recently. Sam Sam uh, introduced me he's to Hocus thinks- Pocus. Ooh. Hocus Pocus. God, I've not watched that in so long. I think that was on TV a few yeah. weeks back, actually. Yeah, I think Channel 4 had it on. I had never seen this. Hocus film. Pocus. And, uh, yeah. and it, is, it is a wild, <laughs> wild <laughs> ride. You know, my favourite thing is, uh, you know, this this really tame kind of kids movie. Yeah. Not, not many special effects or anything like that. Um, but then, but then for some reason, the witches just fucking blow up the roof of the house <laughs> to escape, and there's this massive real explosion. That <laughs> I I imagine this cost a fair amount, you know, this explosion, and it's just tonally so wrong <laughs> to the rest of the movie. <laughs> and I just, I just watched it, and I was just in shock. That this happened. Like, did Michael Bay just pop in for a day to direct to, to direct this scene? This reminds me. Of Will, you're describing this. Oh. I don't know why this just popped into my head. But it reminds me of us being in the cinema watching Ant Man, and then all of a sudden, just fucking giant a giant Thomas the Tank Engine just comes <laughs> blasting through the fucking roof. Yeah. Oh. But at least, at least that, like, you know why that happened. Yeah. yeah. Why did the witches? They could have just smashed through the windows. <laughs> so Why did they I can't remember. The roof of this house. 
just I had never even considered it, but he had me like pissing myself laughing about it for a good twenty minutes because he would not stop about it. He's like, Why? Why did they just have to blow off the room? I don't understand. <laughs> like, geez, Will. Yeah. And just uh, because, alright. They had to they had to make a grand, you know, escape. They did, clearly. I'm so that surprised was... you haven't you didn't see this. This was no, huge. I'd, ne- I'd never seen it. Yeah. I'd never seen it's it. In, yeah, it's got a good movie, isn't it? They did make a sequel, didn't they, as well? But yeah, a sequel, I'm sure I they haven't they made yet. A it's, it's, it's coming out, though. There oh. is one in the Oh, world. it is one. Yeah, I'm amazed that it's, it's only coming out now. Cause, yeah, that was, it was really big when we were younger. Yeah, I mm. remember it being huge. But, yeah, very good. Very good. Uh, also, 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 because it's so old, I'm going to talk about this, but the ending to that movie is so fucking weird. The ending is so weird. Like the last, the last words in the movie. Remember. I forget what they are. I forget what they are. But like, the cat just fucking dies, and it just deflates there on the ground. This cat that's been like this heart of the movie, <laughs> it just it, it dies, and he goes off. The, 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 the guy, the, the guy, the guy in the curse just goes off into heaven, and the, the kids are just like, oh yeah, the cat's just dead. He's off onto heaven now. It's just like, why? What the fuck? <laughs> this isn't happy ending, sense, mate. It's a kids' movie. I really was very, very, you know, upset about about the ending. But it is a good movie. I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed like the fucking unreasonably horny bus driver uh, as well. Like he was just, what, what was? Yeah, I don't know. I never understood that joke. And they were like, they were looking for children, and the guy was like, "It'll take me two or three tries." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, the innocence of youth would, would never understand that. Yeah. No. Bless. And then, uh, and then, lastly, I want to talk about the greatest Halloween movie of all time oh, that I, uh, Sam, Sam watched with me last night. Sam watched this with me last night. <sighs> Halloween Three: Season oh. of the Witch. Oh, God, I you say, like Ghostbusters or something like Ghost. Yeah. No, not, not Ghost. Uh, Goosebumps. Goosebumps. I mean, oh, Goosebumps, Goosebumps is one of the best Halloween. Yeah, movies. actually, Goosebumps no. Two is brilliant. No. But the best actual Halloween movie, Season of the Witch, the one movie that has literally nothing to do with any of the uh, previous material, uh, and it just is fantastic. It is just... Uh, is it? It really is. Like, <laughs> Is it? I love this movie. And I think you love stuff. <laughs> that usually means it's pretty shite. It's just a cult classic, isn't it? It's just like... Very Completely nothing, film. nothing to do with Michael Myers. Basically, an evil Irishman just wants to kill a bunch of kids. But that's not Halloween with his with his masks. But it's set on Halloween, Ben, which makes no, it. But <laughs> I mean, I get it. The film isn't called Michael Myers. It's called yeah. Halloween. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Halloween. Jimmy Mo's wife agrees. Michael Myers. I know. Did he walk past but yeah, and it's just oh, ridiculous in every Fuck. single way. And the TV commercial just sticks in my head all the time. And uh, they're all Irish, and he just wants to play a prank on on the kids by killing them all and just their families. Prank, and I just, uh, it's just so ridiculous and over the top. And the death scenes are some excellent body horror that Sam was actually horrified by, I believe. She said it's she went. So oh no! <laughs> she said she, I thought. I thought you said she went. I was like, yeah, she's gone. <laughs> No, no. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what really got me about the movie was like the doctor and like 
the woman in the movie, I'm like, no, she's really young and he's old. Surely they're not gonna. And they did. They, they, they did. They, they did the damn thing. They did it. And then uh, <laughs> after they had had relations twice, he's like, how old are you? Uh, like, like, who asks that question often? after the fact? Like... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I just, I just, I think it has probably the best ending of any Halloween movie as well. Just him screaming into the phone, "Stop it! Stop! Stop it now! Stop it!" And then it ends, and it's just uh, fantastic. Just what a, what a, what a thing! What a thing! Oh. Wow. The thing is, it's so like he really yeah, It's so off tangent with all the other Halloween films. Although I'm not saying stuff like the return of Michael Myers is pretty like it's, it's your typical almost Friday 13th fodder, you know, it's, but yeah, Halloween three is so completely out of sync with the rest of the franchise. Mm. I remember when it came out and I was, I think I was only a kid. I was really young at the time and I was just like, yeah, there's like people were loving it. It did all right. It did all right at the yeah, box yeah, office. It, it did all it right. It done really well. Yeah, fourteen million dollars. <laughs> but at that time, that was yeah, it was big at the time. God, I mean, yeah. again, I think it's because like, I, you know, because they marketed it, it as as Halloween three, and I feel like that it was its mistake. Yeah, it should have been a spin. Should have been. It should yeah. have been just Halloween. Season of the Witch, not like the third in this in this franchise. But, but back uh, in the eighties, they had no idea how to do spin-offs. No. Really, it mm. wasn't. You know, yeah, it wasn't. A lot wasn't of stuff in that stuff. movie that wouldn't fly today either, like him groping on his coworkers. <laughs> God, See, it's, yeah, that's it's definitely a product of yeah. its time. Mm. I yeah. would say. I don't obviously... like feminist on this movie. That's probably why I hated it so much. <laughs> yeah. I, I I enjoy how it treats the first two Halloween films as like TV movies right it's because they're on tv so these the first two halloween movies are like fictional and then this yeah. is the real world right so <laughs> it goes meta yeah it definitely goes, yeah. definitely goes there maybe that's why i like it so much because i love a bit of meta humor i love a bit of but that's uh, that actually i mean that idea is actually quite clever ahead of its time to yeah. actually treat the first Halloweens as movies and then be in the real world type thing, that's quite a clever idea, mm. concept. And yeah, that's uh, that's what I've got to talk about. Uh, really, really just, 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 I, I, I'm hey. a bit of a puss. You love what? Oh. <laughs> <Well>. <laughs> ben, are you all right, mate? Are you, are you all right? <laughs> I think he needs a moment. <laughs> God. Uh, someone was about to say something, but then Ben... Uh, no, I, I was about to say it. Oh, you then, were about to say it. He said you love what? And that's what he said. I, uh, I, I'm just amazed you're not talking about Destiny today. Uh, it's hard. I mean, especially Halloween events. Actually, I... I can't believe I've joined the Destiny stuff again. Yeah. And James yeah, well, I've been playing... He's in. Well... There's a story, yeah. There is a, a story behind that, though, and it comes. It starts off with the t- Battlefield 2042 beta. So just so what happened was, I have loads of mates at work that have PS5s and that, and mm. we thought the Battlefield would be cross 
cross net cross platform mm. and then obviously it wasn't so then after the beat had finished in that we were looking at ways we could all get in cross platform and destiny's probably the only one we could do because mm. we all have it and hence yeah i've ended up doing the halloween stuff on destiny it is good this year. It's different this year to how it usually is. Mate, usually it's just the you, same event you, every time. You're not mad that they've, they're getting rid of old Nathan Fillion's character? I am. I am upset <laughs> that they're getting rid of uh, the whole Forsaken expansion, yeah. which is probably the best expansion. That came out Destiny. years ago, didn't it? It did. But this is the problem, right? Oh, you've launched me I into know, it now. I know I could do you've, it. This you is might the problem. as well go is for that, it. Is yeah. that, is that, sure... This content is old, and perhaps not many people play it, but like when they got rid of the fucking original single-player campaign, new people cannot get into Destiny if they don't know what's happening, right? No. Like, if it's, if it's just gone, struggle. there is no way to play it. There is no way. There will be no way to play it when the new expansion comes out, just like there's no way to play the original campaign now. And if you want to just, just make a new game, if you're so invested why, why, in this new Why stuff, aren't they making three? Yeah. Yeah. Because they because they they're determined that they're going to tell all this story in one game and one universe, and they've announced three more new expansions now, for the, you know, for the next three years or whatever, which I'm excited about. And because so, I'm up to so date, actually doubling down. Like I'm surprised they haven't just rebranded it as Destiny and just saying this is Destiny <laughs> yeah. and this is this isn't Destiny yeah. anymore. This is just Destiny, and this is a live service game that we'll have forever. Yeah. I mean, that was the original plan, though, when they announced Destiny One. Yeah. It was that it was going to be a ten-year game, but because it, you know, the the the, the architecture wasn't yeah. there, and they're they're kind of finally doing it. And it is cool that they bring back old places to replace, you know, the ones that go. So you know, we had old Earth from Destiny One, and they'll bring back another raid and stuff. But like, I don't know, it just it's just very kind of iffy that mm. something you've paid for is gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Iffy. It is. I mean, I don't know, like, say, I've gone back to it, but I, I am lost with stuff. But all I know is that I go in and I do strikes with the guys from work. Mm. And, you know, that's fine. I can join in. I can run around and just have a few online games with the guys from work. And that's all I needed from it, to be honest. The um, story definitely needs to be kind of told before you jump in. This is the thing. So are there I'm, I'm assuming that there are youtube channels out there that, where they have yeah put stuff together yeah, so obviously, just, yeah, is there one that, that is official no but there so the official be. thing the official thing yeah. in the game is this timeline that gives you about a sentence of text on what that's happened ridiculous. previously that's ridiculous. <laughs> they should be an official there should be an official thing yeah not just is, like fans not... doing it themselves yeah but luckily, I'm up to date, so I don't need to. I don't. No, it doesn't to affect you. But no, yeah, no. like you said, it's, it's, it's new players, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, that's the thing. And if they, they, I mean, obviously, looking at the World of Warcraft aspect of it in some ways, because it is, it is. When I went back in, I was just like, oh, it's sort of like a first-person World of Warcraft now. You know, there's mm. people just going in. Everyone's around in the little hub area. You go in and you do strikes or missions with your mates, but. <laughs> You know, there are events that happen. You need someone that knows what they're doing to tell you what you need to do within it yeah. to help you along. You can't go in there on your own, um, mm. you know, so. I would have is... had no idea without Will. Like, I, yeah. I still yeah. don't know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the good. amount of times that something happens in the story, and then I have to kind of give a bit of backstory. Is I mean that should that should be then, even then that's still not going to hit the same for Sam as it does for you. No, because no, it's no. still it's not the same. 
having it explained to you rather than experiencing it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It means you're sort of out of sync with yeah. the game itself. Yeah, you know. Well, Sam, Sam, Sam said this to me last night. She said, uh, you know, Cade would probably have been my favourite character, but I barely got to yeah. you know, see him in the game because uh, by the time that we'd started playing, the Red War had been removed, which had most of his scenes in it. And then, you know, he dies in the Forsaken expansion. So it's mm. like... Ah, but I love it anyway. I can't help myself. I know I, I could get you onto it, mate. I get, I get <laughs> but what I will say is coming into it fresh as someone that hasn't played it for so long, the fact that the crossplay works so well, and I was even in like chat with the guys on the PS5s and I'm playing mm. on a Series S, I was I was more amazed by the actual the network stuff they've actually got sorted more than any other games have That's been good. able to do. Yeah. And I I was really impressed by that. The fact that I could go into a fire team with my mates who are in on PS5s, I'm on a Series S, and we can talk as if we're in a closed party doing the missions. Yeah. And I was pretty much blown away by that. And there was no latency issues. It was just straight in. So just picking on something you said earlier, Jamie, yeah. you said you had problems... Did you did you just have problems with crossplay with the Battlefield beta? Yeah, yeah, I couldn't get so it didn't we work. even had problems. It didn't work. So, yeah. well, the other thing as well, and I'll quickly go to this because I, I Battlefield's going to end up coming out as just like Battlefield Four came out. It'll get fixed, but it's from the looks of it, they haven't learned from previous no, releases. Yeah, and as much as <laughs> I had a lot of fun with Battlefield Beta, the Series S version, anyway, I don't. You know, it's going to be the same okay. issues. So, I don't like the direction it's going. Yeah. Yep. It's, 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 you know, they've not learned from the previous yeah. things. I did like the, f- I love the map. I've, I like this. I, I love Battlefield I more than I like COD, but it's just not, it's, you know, it's like still issues. I don't like it. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fighting an army yeah. of clones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of like course. It. Of course. Yeah, yeah. It's a completely different. Anyway, it, I'm sure we'll. Yeah. But what I will say is the confusion, and it's a confusion with a lot of games at the moment, when they put something up, there's a Series S or X version, there's an Xbox One version. So you've got to make sure you download the right version in order, because if you've got Series S, you can download both versions. You can download the Xbox One and you can download the Series S version. Mm. But then when you go in and play it, if your mates have got, a different version you then have to have that version to join them yep so it is so confu- like i worked out my mates has actually downloaded the basic version rather than the new console versions which means i then had to down re-download the older version console version and yeah and it just took so long to get anyone into a game and you know with friends i did you know i did play with a few friends but it was just out of pure luck that it worked so yeah. you know, I and like I say, I'm the difference between the Series X and the Xbox One version is huge. Like the Series S and X version is there's just so much more to it, whereas the Xbox One version is really basic. Well, I guess that's kind of what happens. We, yeah. we get, I mean, believe it or not, we're, we're getting to like the, the, the what we're getting to like the year to, year, year two year mark. No, like, we're not. We're definitely getting to the year. Yeah. To the year. It came out last year. The new consoles. They came out yeah. last Christmas. Yeah, we're getting to the year mark, aren't we? Yeah, it's, it's not yeah, two year years. It must be a year. No, yeah, yeah I was, think a year. That, was, that scared me then. <laughs> it's a year. It's a year. <laughs> anyway, right. Well, uh, my song to close us out. 
well, not to close us out, really. You have to go and f- listen to it, don't you? Don't you? Oh. You cheeky fuckers. It is, <laughs> is, uh, is um, Bump in the Night by All Stars. Thank wow. you so much. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope you've had a spooky good time. Well done <laughs> if you can get to the end, because this, this is a chunky yeah, this one. Was a, this was, this was well chunk done. stuff. Yeah, but then I suppose we haven't podcasted for a good couple of months anyway, so... Yeah, true. True. Well, see you in a couple of months. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Bye-bye.